Welcome to the Rappo and Deeks Weekly Podcast. It's Friday the 13th of August 2021 and welcome to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix Podcast. Is also welcome to my co-host, are you there Rappo? Afternoon Deeks, I'm here mate, episode one tw- 120 mate. <laughs> <laughs> if, only, if only I could score that, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. So, you been up to much local football recently or not, since we last spoke? Yeah, I've had a few days off, Deke, so it's been nice, mate, to take in a, f- a few games, mate. A few days um, off? You always seem to be off. Do you actually do any work? <laughs> yeah, back, back next week, mate, unfortunately. Yeah, won't be doing much midweek next week, mate, but, <laughs> um, yeah... Yeah, it's nice to have a few days, mate. Um, so who have you seen those? Yeah, that's it, Dick. Sorry, mate. <laughs> nearly forgot the question. Um, um, yeah, well, Penryn Launson, mate, on on Saturday, mate, went up to Launson and thought I'd see Penryn's, you know, first game back at Step 6, Dick, or first game at Step 6, actually, mm, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. The new... Southwest Peninsula League. So, uh, lost 4-1, Deeks. You know, one of them games, never a 4-1, mate. Um, what, 5-6? No, actually, Deeks, I felt really sorry for Penryn this week, mate, that they could they could probably have four points out of six, really, if it, if it weren't for referees, mate. And, Oof. you know, instead of the one... And you know me, mate, I'm a, I'm a supporter of the man in black. You know, I'm not usually one to... I try and stick up for him, but... I found it pretty difficult this week, mate, to be honest. <laughs> but but some, some very, uh, well, what can I say, mate? bemusing, mate, dubious decisions on Saturday. Um, 2-1, mate, Penryn, you know, eight minutes to go, pushing for an equaliser, I thought. Although Launson did have one, mate. Um, it was disallowed for offside, which would have made it 3-1, to be fair, mate, you know. so, And I thought that was well onside, to be honest. But that was that was sort of, disallowed so I suppose it's all you know scores. <laughs> I suppose over a season you like to think they even ain't wouldn't you but but I did feel sorry for a mate you know pushing for an equaliser could have easily been two all and then get a non-existent penalty <laughs> I mean nobody in the ground saw it mate apart from the ref you know saw a few of the Launson players laughing to be honest it, it was that bad mate and and they scored obviously mate Waltz mate had a hat trick you know for Launson up front there mate uh didn't know he was Dave's boy, actually, Dave's Waltz, mate. But, uh, yeah, but he was an handful, you know, all afternoon and um, deserved that trick, really. You know, a little tapping at the end, a nice striker's goal, mate. But made it 3-1 and killed it for Penryn, really, mate. And the other night, you know, a game we was at, Deeks, you know, 3 all Penryn, Wendron, cracking game. Probably a fair result, Deeks, at the end, you know, end-to-end stuff, mate, wasn't it? But Penryn had another... Massive penalty shake, Deeks. Well, I can only describe it as a, a stonewall penalty. I don't think I've seen a clearer penalty, mate, really, in all my years in football, really. But Ryan Reeve, you know, speedy Ryan, mate, you know, Reeve, he's gone through, just outpaced the big centre-half, and he sort of took him down, scythed him down, about two foot from the ball. It's, just, it's such an obvious penalty, mate. Linesman, give it, Deeks. You know, we were standing right there, weren't we? And, and the ref waved him away, so... You know, what can the linesman do? Not his fault, but uh, can't believe the ref didn't give that. So, yeah, just feel a bit sorry for Penryn Beaks. You know, they could be on four points now and they got one, but that's football, mate, isn't it? You know, that's football. I don't want to, you know, want to be a an old, you know, sour 
<laughs> sour sort of supporter, really. Right? You know, hopefully they might get a few luckier shapes later on in the season, thanks, hopefully. Yeah, they all even themselves out, don't they? Yeah, you like to think so, don't you, mate? Yeah. And last night, Dick, sorry, mate, saw the last half hour, was playing golf, but saw the last half hour of, I knew you was there for the night, mate, weren't you? You know, the Bob Min mm. Camelford game, mate, local derby, and what a result for Camelford, Dick, 4-1. Yeah, Camelford played well. Deserved winners. Yeah. Can't complain, yeah. I wouldn't have thought uh, many Bob Min supporters, so... Uh, well done, Reg, mate. Yeah, top of the league. Yeah. Carrying on where they left off, mate, didn't they? Did you take a drink then, or was the... Yeah, sorry, uh, Dick, so I did, mate. Did I you thought... hear me ice clattering, mate? No, I thought the line had gone down for a moment, so... Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Yeah. There was a delay. So... I, thought, I thought I was rabbing in, rabbiting on a bit, mate, about the rest. Yeah, that's right. Made me throat dry, Dick. It's a shame that actually referees don't talk to the media afterwards, isn't it? Because yeah, that would have been a... Yeah. Cracking one just have heard his um, side of the story, that one at Penryn, because, yeah. That's, that's, that's right, Dick. Yeah, totally agree with you, mate, yeah. You know, I know they've got this sort of, you know, well, like a, a, a sort of ban on it, mate, isn't it? They're not, you know, they're I not allowed yeah, to... I don't know what the official line is. Perhaps someone could tell us um, no. what yeah. actually is the official line, but... Uh... Yeah, it would be great to hear, though, mate, wouldn't it? There are reasons for like giving it or not giving it mate wasn't it really yeah, yeah. it would be yeah totally agree mate perhaps we'll try and find out why why we never hear from the referees but uh, yeah there we go yeah anyway as you say or as everyone else says not you at the moment rapper but as most people say we can't have a game without them so, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> stick it up your pipe so uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough old job, isn't it, mate? Tough old gig, I think. So yeah, tough old right. job. Uh, right. Fair play to them. Oh, yeah, fair yeah. play to them. And um, let's get on with the programme. More and more leagues beginning yeah. to kick off this season. And uh, so we'll try yeah. and give them as much a mention as, uh, as we can. Let's hear from Arthur as to what's coming up on today's episode. On the show this week are Cam Weldon talking Truro City. Carl Wiesman covers off the Western League. Macca Brown talks about the amazing Millbrook midweek comeback. We've got the Southwest Peninsula League covered by as usual Phil Hiscox, as well as managers Adam Patterson from Godolphin Atlantic and Paul Rowe at Wadebridge Town. The St. Pieran League gets a mention for the first time this season. And finally John Colenzo talks to Kevin Sandercock. As we finish off with the East Cornwall Premier League. Yeah, the Southern League and Truro City start on Saturday. And so let's hear from Cam, who's going to tell us more. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Cam. Um, Truro City, they must be one of the last clubs to kick off this season, I would imagine, wouldn't they? Yeah, it feels like it, Dave. It's, um, yeah, it's good to be back on. But yeah, it's been... Well, it's been way too long since we've played a game. But as you say, you look at other teams, I think, is it Mausel, four or five games deep already? So yeah. it's... um. It's mental, really. So, uh, no, thanks. I think we're one of the last teams to start. We've got ourselves, and I think we're in line with. The, I think the Premier League starts this weekend as well. So it's um, this one where, yeah, we are the last league to kick off. I'm not not sure whether the National League started yet either. I'm pretty certain they start this weekend as well. So um, it's obviously the top four division. Well, I say the top four divisions. The uh, Championship and everything's already started. So yeah. it looks like it's us, the Premier. It's us, the Premiership, and then. 
um, the National League systems that are all starting this weekend. So uh, better late than never, should we say, Dave? <laughs> yeah, and it's all eyes focused on Belitho Park, isn't it? Not Tree Road, but Belitho Park, Plymouth. Yeah, it's all changed, Dave. As I said, it's been well. I know this. You're going to be impressed with me here. It's been exact. When it comes to Saturday's game, it'll be exactly 291 days since Truro last played a league fixture. Blimey. So, and, uh, yeah, and 238 since we last played a competitive fixture overall. So we've not played since, well, we've not played since last October in the league. And obviously since the last game we ever played was in the um, FA Trophy back in mid-December of last year. So it's been a long, long time waiting. And a lot's gone on behind the scenes, as we know. Um, we're no longer at Tree Road. We are at Belifo Park in Plymouth, which to anyone who hasn't seen it in the last, I don't know, six months, you'll probably be like, oh, how, how's that been like upgraded and stuff? Because you look at it and it was a couple of stands, but you'd be amazed what they've what they've managed to put up in such a short space of time. And it's not temporary; it's all permanent um, standing and everything. And what stadium it is, and it's a real, it's a nice place for us to be at. And it's one of those where I think, I don't obviously for the short time that we are going to be there, it's one that you couldn't ask for a better playing surface, you couldn't ask for better facilities. Um, so it's ideal, really, Dave. It's one of those where, although it's not Truro, which is a downside, and I understand the frustration of supporters, there is a free bus going to every home game and um, just basically take advantage of it because it's a hell of a nice stadium to go and visit. So um, even if you go once or twice a year, like it's it's a really nice stadium to go and check out. And for those supporters based in Truro and, and West Cornwall that want to go to the game and want to take advantage of that free bus, how, how do they go about uh, getting on it? Well, it's um, nice and simple. So you uh, literally, about well, we normally, it's probably even more advanced than that. It's only this week, but um, we'll put all across our social medias and our website, um, there will be tickets on sale for the game, the home game. Um, you simply click on that link and then there'll be two options, one for just the ticket or there'll be uh, for your match ticket or there'll be an option for match ticket with the bus. And you just simply click the second one. That gives you a obviously a ticket to the game and then you turn up on you go to Tree Road at whatever time, like for example, this Saturday it's leaving at 12.30, uh, so you get up to Tree Road at half 12, uh, just simply show them your confirmation, and then you just uh, they just let you on the bus and you go up, hopefully enjoy the game, have a good good afternoon, and then there's no hanging around at the end of the game, the bus will leave at the um, conclusion of the football game, and then you just head back and hopefully back at Tree Road, not not too late of an hour, so right. it's, um, yeah, it, hopefully it all goes well, like I think there's only positive from the we had, we we ran it trialed it for the first time against Axel and our friendly, um, and it, everything seemed to go it seemed to go quite well. So fingers crossed, that's the same again. Right, and um, you mentioned tickets, but presumably uh, supporters can turn up uh, on the day at the ground and get in through the turnstile sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's yeah. um it's one of those where like that was it's just the easy not it's an easier option um, for us and to be honest for the supporters what. Well, if they want to, like, obviously just to buy the ticket in advance and then they get the bus as well. So it's nice. It's one where it works probably easy. You don't have to worry about booking two or three different things. You just, you know, you've got the ticket and that entitles you to the bus, really. So, but yeah, now, of course, supporters can turn up on the day um, and just get in, buy their match tickets at the turnstiles. I do have to say, parking is very limited at the Lifo Park. Um, it's probably one of, it's one of its only real flaws. Um, it's next to Manadon. Um, 
uh, like centre. It's a youth. It's a sports centre um, and a cricket pitch and everything. So there is obviously on a Saturday there are youth football games in the morning and stuff like that, and they are limited to the parking facilities there. So um, if you are going to drive up, make sure you, you get there in plenty of time because um, chances are you might not get a parking space. You might have to park out out and about on the streets but thankfully there's plenty of car parks and um well, nearby facilities you can park out for free so that's quite handy but yeah it's one where like get there in plenty of time don't get there 10 minutes before kickoff because you will struggle to park yeah okay right so that's everything sorted off the pitch what about on the pitch any new players we should be looking out for yeah we've got um a new signing uh ellis johnson signed for us he's a young 18 year old uh, right back from exeter he's come on loan until january so um, it was an area that I think Paul really wanted to strengthen in. He, um, we know we've only really got uh, cover. The only other cover we've got is we've got Conor Riley Lowe um, at left back, and we've got Shane White and Rio Garcia from right six, and he can all play in that position. Um, and Ryan Brett as well, even. But right back was one where we probably we had Niall Thompson, and yes, Shane can fit in there, but which Shane can play anywhere. Um, but it's one where we probably needed someone else there, so we got him in. Which is which is brilliant. And learn Ellis looks like a really young, uh, bright talent. I'm, I've watched him in a couple of our he trialed for us, um, played against Parkway and played played against us with Exeter and then played at Forest. And no, he looked he looked a really competent fullback. And for a bloke of such a young age, he was really like I think he's only going to benefit from working with Paul. And it's um, a welcome addition, Dave. And it, it gives us more versatility in the squad because if he gets into right back, it means Niall Thompson can maybe push further forward, um, obviously compete for the same position, but he could perhaps go to striker, perhaps go to a winger. Uh, who knows? It's obviously it gives Paul other options that he's never had before, so it's, it's, it's a positive signing for us. So it's all systems go. Hendon is the first opposition. Do we know much about them or not? Well, it's one. Of, it's one of those. I actually spoke to Paul on uh, well Monday. We're speaking on Wednesday when we're speaking, but uh, I spoke to him on Monday and was asked. I did a little interview for our program and just said to him, I was like, obviously we've got a very good record against Hendon. We've since he's been in charge, we've played him three times and won all three of them. Um, mm. uh, two away, one at home. But um, I said to him, it's one of those you can't really read too much into the London clubs because well, when you're down here, like you obviously you know what's going on at Tiverton, you know what's going on at Taunton, but with London, with the London clubs, you genuinely have no. No clue um, who's going to sort it, sign here, who's going to leave, who's going to come in there, who's going to go there. It's it's um, it's all chop and change really. And like one one season they can be really a team can be really strong, and next season they can be a bit bit off it. So it's one where we really have no idea what to expect. You can't look at previous results um, when you play the London sides. It's always been the case, um, no matter who we play, whether that's Hazen Yedding, whether that's Hendon, whether that's Chesham, like they're all the same. It's all it was the same in National South as well. So um, it's it's going to be a tough game no matter what. Like we know that, and they're going to be they're going to be up for it. Um, Lee Allison, their manager, is a very experienced coach and like is someone we've we've known him for a while and he is a I said a very good manager of what he does so it's going to be a, a difficult test for us and I think Paul described it in his programme notes as we're going to have to be at our very best to beat them or get get the results so yeah it's it's not going to be an easy game Dave and hopefully it's an entertaining one because um, I think Truro Tru will be definitely up for it they've had a fantastic pre-season and um, having looked at Hendon's results over pre-season they've had a good one as well so <laughs> it's going to be um, hopefully hopefully a cracking game right. <laughs> fingers and, uh... crossed anyway touch wood Yes, that's, let's hope it is. Now, and then it's very quickly Tuesdays into the first midweek match uh, on the road, isn't it? Salisbury, and that should be uh, quite a tasty game as well. 
Ah, uh, Dave, we remember, we remember all the enticing fixtures with uh, Salisbury down the years, don't yeah. we? I can't fly. I think was it, was it the 6 nil always comes to mind, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, when you mentioned Salisbury back in the day. But, yeah, no, that's a, another tough test. That's, again, it's another tough test for us. Steve Claridge is a fantastic manager. And um, surprisingly, we've only, I think that's, we've only played him once in the three years um, <laughs> Obviously, Paul's been there since the two seasons have obviously been cut short and stuff. We in, and we played him near the end of the 2019-20 season. So that was when it got curtailed first of all. And um, we, I think it, we played them on a Tuesday night then and beat them 3-0. Um, Tyler Harvey had an incredible game, apparently. Um, scored twice. But it was, um, yeah, it's one that I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's, it's one where, on a, for a Tuesday night games, I know from for most of the lads from Plymouth um, and Exeter area, it's not too far to travel it's far enough but it's one where it's a couple of hours from Plymouth and for the fans from Truro I know it's slightly longer but it's um it's not the longest trip in the world and one that it's 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 going to be difficult I said it, it, that's how the season goes for us now it will be Saturday Tuesday Saturday Tuesday for the first at least three or four weeks and um because it's relentless really obviously once we get past a couple of league fixtures in August we've got um I think we have a week off we have the Saturday Tuesday then Saturday then I think we have a week off, and then we go Saturday, Monday because it's bank holiday, and then oh, it's yeah. straight into Saturday for the straight into Saturday for the FA Cup, and then we've got uh, I think it's Southern League Cup on the Tuesday, so it's like or even worse could be a replay. <laughs> so it's one where yeah, don't don't we don't want to mention replays in this, no. but um, anyway, but yeah, it's it's going to be a very tough schedule for us, and obviously playing Saturday, Tuesday, two tough tough games, and obviously Walton Casuals um, away on the Saturday. It's another long trip as well, so it's one where the boys have got to be ready, and I think Paul said it perfectly in his programme mates when he said to me that um, he's not he's going to ha- he's going to have to have versatility in his squad, like because realistically the team that plays on Saturday probably it won't be the same eleven that plays Tuesday solely because recovery rest and recovery periods it's going to be such a a tough period for them, but I'm sure I'm sure the players are up for it. They've had it's hard to forget. They've said they've not played in properly since October, so it's um, a long, long old time. But I'm sure they're raring to go. Okay, well let's hope that it all goes well. Now I'm not going to do the obvious and ask you what result you think you might be getting on Saturday. Let's ask you a slightly <laughs> different question. What roughly do you think the attendance might be? Oh, Dave. Hmm. Oh, Dave. You could have asked me. Probably, probably easier to ask, ask the score. Isn't it? I could have predicted that. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's too easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but, to the well, nearest, like to to the nearest like, 50. Oh, no. Well, if we, if we can get 300, I'll be happy. It's one way it's like... Because it's, obviously it's going to be difficult because fans like... It's going to be... It's a long it's a trip for them. An hour journey from Truro to Plymouth. I understand that. Um, but hopefully... I don't know whether Argyle are at home. I think they might be, so that could scupper us a little bit. But um, hopefully a few Parkway fans turn up who who aren't heading off to to their opener. Um, so, yeah, I'd, let's just say 300 and hope for the best, really. But I urge people to just come and watch, really, even if it's just one, once or twice a season, used to, solely because you look at the way... I've, I've been really impressed with Truro pre-season. And I know, like, I know you can't read into pre-season results, but even like the local... T- Obviously, we we outclassed really. Um, no disrespect to them, but then, like even the likes of playing Exeter the other night and the defeat at Torquay, we were superb. And three 0 flattered them a little bit. And it's one where I think some of the football we're going to be playing is hopefully if that goes into the season, and we'll we'll be a very hard team to beat, and hopefully an enjoyable team to watch, and hopefully promoted. Well, 
as I said, I'm not going to not going to go there yet. Dave, 42 games or whatever it is to go, so it's, um, we're not going to mention promotion yet. But that is obviously the that is the aim. We've been had a very tough couple of years, so hopefully um, we can kick on and get what we well get got what we hope we had a couple of years ago. But as I said, you never know in football, do you, Dave? That's the uh, classic saying. No. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Cam. Uh, uh, thanks for that, and uh, enjoy the season. Real Dave. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. Yeah, I thought it was nice, nice gesture, Deeks, from the club, wasn't it, to see the bus, you know, or free bus or, or included in your ticket bus going up from Choro for the fans. Like decent little day out, really, mate, isn't it? And they can have a have a point as well if they so wish, mate, without worrying about it. And yeah, true. Another exit alone signing for the club, Diggs, Ellis Johnson. You know, it's good for the squad size, mate, isn't it? City seem to have a good sort of link up, don't they, with Exeter, like regarding loan players over the years, mate. Mm. And and um, and hopefully, Diggs, three points by five pm on Saturday against Endon and a and a good performance as well. Diggs going into that big. Salisbury game in midweek, mate. You know, not nice ground up there, mate, isn't it? And, and yeah. obviously Steve Claridge is the manager there as well, mate, isn't it? So nice big game, second game in Deeks, that one, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I can't believe um, Cam came out with that stat that it's 291 days since their last league game. Yeah. That's, that's... Yeah, well, well, to Cam, mate. That sounds forever, yeah. doesn't it? So. It, yeah, it does, mate, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like almost a, a year, isn't it, mate? Sort of. Without a league game is, yeah, yeah. Just hope, hope, hope those days are a thing of the past, Deeks, don't you, mate? Yeah, that's right. And um, as you say, Salisbury on Tuesday. Uh, um, yeah. No, they, I did have a very quick look. I know it doesn't really mean anything whatsoever. And I don't know why I'm even bothering to say it, but I think Salisbury were they finished sort of third or fourth when it was curtailed yeah. um, last season. So um, one assumes that is going to be a. Well, dare one say, dare one say, a six-pointer with just the yeah. second game of the season. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I think, Dicks. I think those games do will count for a lot, mate, wouldn't they? Mm. Will count for a lot, especially if City would go up there and win, mate. You know, I think that'd be a massive confidence booster, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, early dawn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, whilst the Southern League is only now beginning, the Western League got an earlier start. To, but of course, last week it was mostly FA Cup. So I caught up with Carl Wiesman midweek. It's been uh, an uneventful um, FA Cup for for all the clubs really in, in the Western League, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, a great few days of FA Cup action. So give us the results from Saturday to start off with. Yeah, so we had a good Cornish derby down at uh, Mousel's. It was uh, Mousel's first ever FA Cup tie. Um, and they were victorious 3-1 over Helston. Good game, 469 in attendance there. So that's a cracking, another cracking uh, mm. attendance figure for, for a Cornish club in the Western League. Fantastic. Hayden Turner on the score sheet again twice. Under Old Cup with a um, 53rd minute free kick. Uh, Stu Barker uh, replying for Helston. Wasn't quite enough for them at the end of the day. They probably were hindered by the... Uh, Double yellow and the sending off of Lewis Tonkin. They will play Plymouth Park right now, Mousel, on the 21st of um, this month, so that'll be a good test for them. Millbrook, two, Sarchin at two on Saturday. I wasn't present at that game, actually, Dave, but um, it did seem that um, we took the lead twice, but pegged back almost immediately after each goal. So um, the uh, that went to 
the replay on Wednesday night at Kimberley. And what a replay it was, by the sounds of it. It was indeed. It was a great replay. Um, it was a good, good game. It was a fantastic game for the neutral. <laughs> Sadly, I was, I'm not a neutral in this one, but it did end up... So I swear 3-0 up at the time, and uh, it finished 4 Six, so Melbourne <laughs> put six past us. Uh, yeah, as I say, it was a game for the neutral. It wasn't very good botch for Sarkis United, um, but I'm sure lessons will be learned. So, well done to Millbrook. They deserve it at the end of the day, and um, they go through now. They'll place, uh, they'll play Willand on the uh, on the 21st of August. So, uh, best of luck to them for that. I know it's difficult. Deserve. I was going to say, I know it's slightly difficult for you, obviously being a Sarkis United man. But was it? Poor Saltash or very good Millbrook or, or what? Um, it was. Uh, I think it's a sort of the game sort of turned on its head after the sort of like 60th minute. Uh, so Saltash was three 0 up and Millbrook just came out all guns blaring and uh, it was a it was a bit of a mixture I'd say Dave of um, Saltash not really being good enough and Millbrook just going up you know another three or four gears. It was. Um, you know, it, it was a mixture of the both, I'd say. Like I say, on reflection, Milbrook deserved it. They were fantastic, and uh, best of luck to them. So, uh, it's, um, it's, it, I mean, it's sad, really, that we have to have the well, the four Cornish clubs, you know, facing each other in mm. the, such early stages. And so, two of them have got to go out. But the two through are um, Malzall and, and Milbrook. So, best of luck to them, and we'll be looking out for them in the next round. And there was one league fixture during the week. Yes, there was. Uh, that was um, on Tuesday, uh, Tavistock at home to Mausel. Um That finished 3-0 to Tavistock. So, um, again, not a great result for Mausel, but they did have a depleted squad because of injuries. Um, so that probably had an effect on the game, I would have thought. They did bring in uh, Max Gilbert in from Liscard and Jack Reed from Parkway, uh, Plymouth Parkway, as cover for the match, but... Uh, Sadly, it was uh, it was all Tavistock at the end. Uh, I did notice on Mosel's Twitter account they did tweet they probably had the best of the chances in the first 30 minutes, um, but something obviously went wrong there. And uh, there's been quite a few comments as well on social media saying how good Mosel were, considering they did lose 3-0. So, <laughs> yeah, it seems um, a bit bizarre, that, doesn't it? I, I, yeah, I read that as well. Game, yeah. it, as they say. You, you so, lose 3-0, but you still you know get yeah. praised. But I was, uh, yeah, hmm. sometimes that's just... Uh, just the way it goes. That's football, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> right. So, what have we got lined up for the weekend then? So, um, some some good and some tough games, and some uh, for, for, for the for Saturday. Um, back to league action for all of the clubs on Saturday. First up, we've got um, Helsinki away to Kingsham, Kingsham Town. So that'll be um, a good test for um, for Helsen. Um Kingsham, they've won all three of their opening fixtures. Mm. Um, and they've scored eight goals, only conceded one. So uh, they've made a good start to the season. So that'll be a real tough test. And then Cleveland Town versus Saltash United. Um, that's another, you know, another long trip for uh, one of the Cornish teams. So Cleveland, they've drawn their both of their opening fixtures actually two-two. So there's a an average start for them, but they are they did finish fourth last. I know the season was curtailed last season. They did finish fourth in the league. That'll be. Um, a good test. I think they lost also 6-1 in the FA Cup. Um, hmm. away to, I was away to Bishop's Cleave. A bit of a mixed bag there. Don't really know what we're getting there. So, But 
again, it's a it's an away trip for us, uh, away trip for a Cornish club, and uh, a good test for against a team really that are you know have been in the Western League for a long time. So mm-hmm. that should be good. So Malzor against Street. So Street probably not had a great start to the season. They have conceded seven in their opening two fixtures. And they um, and they let in eight versus uh, Fairham Town in the FA Cup as well. Um, they but they did beat uh, Bridport. I mean Bridport have had a really poor start. They um, Street did beat them four one on Tuesday evening. So a good game hopefully for Marshall to to bounce back and uh, after the defeat the other day and get three points on the board. Let's see uh, see how they go. And finally on Saturday Millbrook against Bridport. Um, obviously, we just spoke about Bridport, rock bottom. They've conceded 21 goals in their opening three games. Um, so that's not a great start for them. <laughs> Millbrook will obviously be buzzing and they will be um, looking to uh, to get three points in that game, no doubt. So um, best of luck to them. And I, that should be, also be a good game and a good test. It's, I mean, it's three, that's four fixtures there against teams that are, you know, They've been in the Western League for a long time, so they know how the you know how it works, and it's a good step five football. So there's four. Sounds to me, Carl, as if you're making excuses already. Come on, <laughs> let's be positive about this. No, no, no excuses at all. It's just it's it's uh, it's obviously going to be you know everybody's up into step five. So these are. These are the games you wanted, tough, tight <laughs> games. You didn't want you know the it's nine nils exactly. and whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, hopefully, so. Yeah, definitely, you know, it's back all the corners clubs to bring home some points either away or home. That'll be fantastic this weekend. Right. Thank you very much. No worries, cheers. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Yeah, I think poor old Carl was still a little shell-shocked uh, by Sotash losing a three-goal lead in their cup replay uh, and obviously allowing Milbrick to leave Kimberley Stadium with an amazing 6-4 win. I just had yeah. to catch up with the Millbrook manager, Macca Brown. It's the morning after the night before, Macca, and you really did come back to win the FA Cup game last night at Saltasha. What a game. Have you ever, ever played or ever been involved in a match like it? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, well, we have actually. We've been on, on the receiving end of something very similar. <laughs> um, in my first season at Millbrook, I think after about five or six games, we played... Liscar down at Lux Park and we were, it, was, it was identical we were 3-0 up with about half an hour to go and and we were defending the slope and, and one goal goes in and it changed I think that was 5-3 or 6-3 in the end um, yeah I remember we just signed Paney actually and I remember at the end of the game watching him sit in the middle of the centre circle thinking what on earth have I done and I was like <laughs> Jesus um, yeah last night hopefully it was uh, a little bit more worth it but yeah it was uh, it was an amazing game it was an incredible game um, so we've obviously been on the receiving end of it, so, so we know how it feels, and it's just amazing how football how football works. How, yeah. how one goal can just change the swing of everything, regardless of the quality of the side that you're up against or or uh, the competition that you're in. Yeah, three nil down uh, with uh, well, not much more than half an hour left, and uh, yeah. Ricky Shepherd was the man who started the comeback, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, we we said we were 2-0 down at half-time and again, it was we've had three games now this season and, and in each of the games, we've actually played really well and, and yesterday in the first half, we did well as well. We, I thought we had the, the, we dominated the ball more. We, we won, we didn't have any cutting edge in the first half. We were slow and sluggish in the final third but 
I don't think Soltash really had to work particularly hard to find themselves 2-0 up. It was almost if we kind of gifted them chances. And um, and then again, we were just about to make a change. And as we're making a change, as the lads were getting ready to come on, they scored the third from a corner. And so you're thinking, oh, now what? And then again, not even enough time for the lads to get on the pitch. Ricky had, had, had brought one back and it just, it just changed the game. But I did think perhaps... That worked in our favour because we were playing reasonably well and, and Soltash didn't think really had to get out of second or third gear to find themselves freeing it up when all of a sudden the, the game swung a little bit and the momentum swung of the game and they maybe found it hard to get themselves going possibly which would have played into played into our hands a little bit as well. But yeah, Ricky got us started. That's his third goal of the season. and Oh no, that was his second but he got, he's now got three. But, but yeah, the whole team to be fair were they, 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 they just went for it and it was, it was a brilliant to see. I don't know what sort of crowd there was there figure-wise but um, well no doubt they got into the match as well what did you get um, what was it four goals in eight, uh, minutes, eight minutes wasn't it yeah so, so yeah, it's, yeah remarkable and I think I think I mean it felt really strange because it happened I mean it reminded me a lot of the the Liverpool European Cup final when when they obviously did something similar and it was got to the point where we were 4-3 up or we were obviously 3-0 down and then as you say eight minutes later we're 4-3 up and it didn't even really feel like there was that level of excitement because I looked at my watch and we still about 25 minutes to go <laughs> so it's okay now we need to just obviously see if anything can happen in the next 25 minutes it was we the really important goal was the fifth we got the fifth to make it 5-3 which gave us a two goal cushion but again they scored with 10 minutes to go to, to make it a bit of a a tense finish and it was they were obviously throwing the ball in the box and there's a couple of goal mouth scrambles um, but yeah it felt it, was, it felt really strange because as I say so much of the action happened within a 10 minute period yeah crazy crazy uh, yeah well it's hard to sort of uh, imagine what it was like unless you were there so at the very end of the game then what what did you say to your lads I mean or did, I, I guess you didn't yeah. even say much to them did you not really. I think it's just we 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 really want to be in the FA Cup this season. Like we we want to play in the FA Cup. I know that there's a lot of talk about um, it can be disruptive in terms of mm. obviously we we could have had two the two games that we we could have played could have been two league games, which might cause us issues later on in the season. But it's the FA Cup, and we want to be in the FA Cup, and we want to be in it for reasons like last night because it throws up games and results like last night. And I think. Just reiterate, reiterate that to the players, really. This is why we want to be in it, because it wouldn't have maybe felt the same if it was a league game. Um, yeah. It is a little bit special. And I think now we've got a, a game that we will always look back on whenever we watch the FA Cup final on TV every year for the next 40 years. <laughs> There's no doubt everyone involved in that game last night that was involved with Milbrook, I imagine, will remember last night's game. So, yeah, it was just kind of reinforcing the importance of the competition to us. I mean, obviously, we all know that we're not going to go particularly far in it, but you don't have to go very far to experience those those kind of magic moments that we saw last night. But I think equally on top of that, when, when your team comes back to win after being 3-0 down, it shows them what character they have, what they're capable of, and we probably won't find ourselves in too many situations this season um, where it's that desperate and you're 3-0 down. Um, but there's nothing that they can't do. They know that now. They know that actually we've been in very dire situations in games against a brilliant side, and they've managed to come out the other end. So just reinforce really the character they have and the team spirit we have, and, and I think that's really important. And how weird that uh, not amongst the goals was Ben Holter, who's recently signed for you from Soldash. 
I know, yeah, it would have been lovely for him to get one, obviously, against Soltash. He had one. He had a, an opportunity in the first half. It just came too quick. I think someone had a shot, um, and it, he was just there, and it's almost hit him, really, that, that and, and it ended up just slipping over the bar. So, um, yeah, Ben, on, like last night, he was one of the players, really. I think we made some sub- substitutions on an hour, and everyone might look at the, the impact that they made. But then it's actually looking at the work rate as the two or three players that, that kind of put into that first 60 minutes and then come off, um, kind of set the tone as well. So, no, he did he did well. But, yeah, it was unusual for him not to be on the score sheet. He had a couple of chances, one from distance as well, which wasn't far off. So what was the, what was it like in the change room afterwards? I mean, I bet it's mad, wasn't it? Yeah, I think initially it was just, yeah, it, it, it's still... Like disbelief, really. I think the lads couldn't even really believe what happened. But yeah, so it's so pleased, like it's so happy. Everyone was was absolutely loving it, and uh, and yeah, it's just important for us now. I know it sounds really, really boring, but we have to just move on to Saturday, and, and we want to pick up our first points of the season. So so hopefully we can use the momentum from last night's game and the comeback. Hopefully it hasn't drained us too much because I think it can do that as well to um to, to obviously get a positive result on Saturday. Well done on what you know to us uh, who were watching it on Twitter almost. Um yeah. what a crazy game. But but well you done on that. Get, you have to get um Ashes Media to uh to release the D V D. Yeah. Well they're probably having nightmares about it at the moment. But uh, but um yeah, let's let's very quickly talk about the old bread and butter stuff, the boring mm-hmm. stuff, the league game that you've got on Saturday and this will really be almost like your first Western League match, wasn't it? Because you've, yeah. you've only played Mosul and Saltash so far in, in any football this season. So, Bridport at home, um, they're not doing so well, are they? But I better not say that too loud. Well, I just don't think at this level of football you can go into any game <laughs> thinking it's going to be straightforward. I think we've that's the big challenge for us, and that's what we've seen in the first week. We've had three games this week, and whereas normally perhaps at this period of the season in years gone by one of those games with all due respect might be a bit of a banker and you might be able to pick up a 3-0 win or something like that this game where we've obviously had Mausel, Soltash on Saturday and Soltash again last night um, the levels have to be right at the very top you can't have a day off and you can't even have as we saw like kind of a period of the game off you have to be on it for the whole on the whole duration so so yeah I mean Bridport are obviously going to be looking for their first points of the season I think We've been we've been unlucky really. I thought Mausel we we certainly deserve something out of the game. I think Jake I I heard a couple of things that Jake said as well, and I think he can see that. And um, and we did really well. We, we we should have had a couple of goals in that first half. And and those are the fine margins really when you're playing such good sides. And and Bridport I know that they've obviously had a couple of disappointing results, but they've equally probably played some of the better teams in the division. I think they played Helston and and Bitten, who who seem to be everyone's tips. So. Um, so yeah, it'll be a tough game, and, uh, and and they'll be looking obviously for their first points of the season, and so will we. And, and we want to we want to get that on Saturday. Yeah, well, well done on uh, Wednesday. Good luck on Saturday, and uh, just a great result. Had to get you on the podcast, even though it's uh, early Thursday morning when I'm talking to you. It just had to be. Yeah, no, I understand that. No problem. It's uh, it's not a bad game to talk about, thankfully. <laughs> right, cheers. Thanks, Dave. Your Cornish podcast. <laughs> Well, Rappo, uh, Maka obviously more than happy to talk to us, but um, what what a result, 6-4. I was looking at my phone, you know, following it on Twitter, and 3-0 down. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know, mate. Yeah, I was the same as you, Diggs. You know, I was t- well, I was watching the, the football, really, mate. You know, obviously the Bobman last half hour, and, and me, you know, Jack said, oh, Salt Ash are 3-0 up. And I, you know, I said, oh, crikey, you know, <laughs> after a tight game Saturday, that's, you know, pretty good. 
I think I had to ask to win three one things on the. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I said, yeah. I said, oh, Dane will be happy with that then. And then and and, and it only seemed like ten minutes later, like and he goes, that yeah. He goes, Milbrook are five three up. But <laughs> so Ash and I thought he was joking to be honest, mate. I got I got to be honest, but but like Macus said, things you know. Funny how a goal, you know, or, or a decision, you know, like, you know, can seen that this week, you know, can, can change a game, mate, isn't it? You know, like the one, you know, I've seen it from my own eyes this week, mate, just one dodgy decision or, or a goal, you know, pulling a goal back, mate, and, you know, congrats to, to Macca and Milbert, Deeks, you know, he's a nice little money spinner as well these days, mm. Deeks, isn't it? The, the FA Cup, so, you know, can, can imagine Dane would be, see them with it mate you know to throw away a 3-0 lead but but you know on the other hand mate you know congrats to Macamay to, to win 6-4 at Salt Ash it's, it's going to take a bit of beating as one of the results of the season mate isn't yeah, it and that's right. you know like he said in the FA Cup as well a bit of magic as well there mate you know they're always going to remember that game and I suppose that's why we love it I guess Deeks isn't it you know you know, that's, you get results like this, don't you? And you, you just can't see coming. And hopefully, mate, you know, the Ashes will spout straight back at Clevedon on Saturday, Deeks, and get a good result out there. And, you know, Dane can sort of forget it, mate, can he, and then get on with their season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Millbrook pick up um, £1,125 as winners of that game. So, so that's OK. So, obviously, it presumably goes up slightly... Uh, the next round, but yeah, but it's not well, like I'm sure Maka would say it's not about the money, it's about the, the prestige of being in the competition, and uh, and yeah. certainly that result is going all around the world, I think. Uh, or the, the way it sort of happened, uh, Sam Farrant after seven minutes, Sam Hughes, um, 36th and 54th, and then the comeback began, didn't it? Ricky Shepherd, so uh, so great stuff yeah. for Millbrook, and um. But back to the bread and butter yeah. stuff on Saturday. So, uh, so yeah. If you knew that was going to happen, Deeks, it is a game you would have gone to, wouldn't it? <laughs> you, you, yeah, that's you know, right. You, I did yeah, think at I mean, the time what? when I was seeing the comeback, I thought, oh, I wish I was at Kimberley, so yeah, just to see what I mean, it was happening. Yeah. Oh no, me too, mate. Yeah, yeah. Ten goals, mate, and and like like you said, mate, to score what was it? Four goals in eight minutes, was it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Incredible. You just don't think Salt Ash are capable of conceding that, mate. There, you know, four goals in like a match, even, mate. You know, but but yeah, funny old game, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah. Funny old game. Uh, Ricky Shepherd in the fifty seventh, Yulden sixty yeah. second, Shepherd again sixty third, Tolson sixty fifth, then Tom Payne seventy second, and and then obviously Salt Ash got one back to make it five four. Elkington, yeah. um, and then second minute of added on time, Ed Goodman. So uh, wrapped it up, and I bet they didn't actually think they were through though until that that very last goal because it was so close, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, crazy game, Deeks, wasn't it? Like you say, mate, you wouldn't have known until like injury time, would you? Like yeah. you say, that last goal, that it was, yeah, definitely all over, mate. But, yeah, certainly. That's right. Okay. Right, okay. So, uh, Western League, that's yeah. ticked off. Uh, time to look at the Southwest Peninsula League with the secretary, Phil Hiscox. Now, first thing to ask you about, Phil, is um, Brixham being reinstated into the FA Cup. What's all that about? Yes, um, I think it's as much as the FA wanted to try and keep it quiet. I'm certainly not going to mention the, the match official's name, but. Um, 
he made an error in law, which is different than a, than a disagreement with the referee's opinion, which is what most things are covered with. Mm-hmm. Um, in effect, he um, had already booked a Bridgewater player um, earlier in the game, and then said player said something, uh, and he sin-binned him, which would ordinarily be fine at our level, but there are no sin-bins in the FA Cup. <laughs> right. So the player should have been sent off. Right. Uh, and what the result of that was, was that when Brixham pulled a goal back to make it 2-1 going into stoppage time, that player was allowed back onto the field to add to the defensive lineup. Oh, right. But of course, he shouldn't have been on the pitch. Right. So there's a suggestion there that Brixham playing against uh, a, a man light would have had more chance of grabbing a late equaliser. Yeah. Um, and it was an error in law that the referee had allowed him back onto the field of play. Right, fair enough. Uh, but the, 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 well, I don't know what you call it. It's not a replay, is it, as such? But um, the, the game, when's it being played now? Tomorrow, uh, Saturday? No, Tuesday at Bridgewater. Tuesday at Bridgewater, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm a bit bewildered why it should be at Bridgewater. I would have thought it should be at Brixham, really, shouldn't it? Yeah, you could argue that as well. (laughs) I I must admit, when I spoke to the Brixham manager yesterday, because the FA had had sort of asked for their opinions by midday yesterday, and I I said I thought that they would get it at their place again because the the first game is effectively null and void. Yeah. Um, I suppose they perhaps think that Bridgewater played the whole 90 minutes. It wasn't as if it was abandoned mm. and the game was completed, but it was completed with an illegal number of players on the pitch. Mm. Oh, well. Uh, it's debatable, I suppose, but there yeah. we go. That's what... I mean, I'm fairly fortunate in that Brixham didn't have a midweek game next week, so it doesn't oh, affect right. my pictures. As so you're OK, um, then. Well, I'm OK, and, yeah. and actually I think the Western League are, are not OK, because... <laughs> um, Exmouth were meant to play Wellington this week, but that was off because Exmouth got a problem with their floodlights. And uh, Bridgewater's game next midweek was also against Wellington. <laughs> so I don't think Wellington will be too impressed at the moment. <laughs> ah, right. Right, so that, that clears that up. Um, Twitter team of the week. Um, who won it? Autry St Mary, first time back. Uh, well, first, they've been away from the league itself for two since 2012, and they've been away from Step Six since 1994. Um, and they won their first game back, local derby, three-one against Sidmouth. Um, a very tight voting, though. All four clubs were, were sort of within sort of seven or eight percent of each other. Yeah. Now you came in for a bit of stick, didn't you? Uh... Yeah, choosing the four. <laughs> yeah. How come Axminster were in there? They won 5 0. Yeah, but St. Marjons <laughs> won 6 0. <laughs> Weybridge won 5 2. You can't just do it on who scored the most because <laughs> that, you know, that's always going to be the same teams, the ones generally at the top of the table, uh, and they're going to, generally speaking, play against the same teams who are near the bottom of the table. They let these goals in. So, yeah, certain sympathy for Axminster. And because they won in the week, I might find an excuse to know this week. I might. (laughs) They are still 100%, so we'll see see on Saturday night. Um, But you've got to share it around a little bit. Under the Twitter rules, you can only set up four. And I like, where possible, to have two from east, two from west. Um, You know, rather... Again, that does vary from time to time. You occasionally will have a a three and a one or or even an all four, depending on Mm. on, what the results are. But 
you've got to try and share it around a little bit. And, and I thought Otri deserved their nomination, their first win at Step 6 for 20-odd years. Um, the other East one was Plymouth Marjons, who'd won 6-0 rather than 5-0. So, <laughs> uh, and then in, in West, I don't think anybody could argue with um, Penzance being nominated for being St. Austell. Um, Launceston 4-1 against Penryn. I don't know. I just I gave them the nod because Launceston had such a poor season last time out. Okay. But if I'd nominated Axminster, I probably would have had to knock out Launceston, and then it would be three Devon and one Cornwall, and somebody else would have moaned. <laughs> yeah, someone would. Whatever you do, someone's going to yeah. moan anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've grown a, quite a thick skin in in all your years, haven't you? I have really. <laughs> right. So, looking back very quickly back at Saturday's results, um, were there any sort of that surprised you or, or not? Um, I, I think the one that probably surprised me was some lazy against Port Lebanon because uh, I had had Port Lebanon on the phone on Friday afternoon and Saturday morning scratching around for a bit of a team, to be honest. Oh, did you? Um, right. Yeah, so I, they were you know, expecting to <laughs> uh, quite a bad result, so I think that that was a bit of a surprise. Right. Um, I suppose the, the relief of the day was finding out that Weybridge were 5 nil up against St Dennis at half-time and they actually only finished 5-2. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that Obviously, we know that you know St Dennis are potentially the, 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 the likely early season whipping boys. So I, I was glad that they pulled a couple of goals back in the second half. Yeah, and in the midweek matches, where did you watch during the week? I was at Oakhampton Tour Point on um, Saturday. Uh, Tour Point pretty in pink. <laughs> Got a pink away kit. I'm not sure I approved, to be honest. But uh, yeah, they, they were. Tour Point, uh, as I suspect, I, I think in the East Division, Brixham and Tour Point are the two most likely to to do well, and they've both started exactly as, as I would expect. Mm. So there's, yeah, there's no shock there at the moment. Uh, and then Tuesday, I was at Crediton against uh, Holsworthy, one all draw, and last night, Wednesday night, Elmore against Honiton, also a one all draw. So, been quite a few yeah. draws, haven't there? It's odd. Saturday there was only the one, uh, and then midweek there's been loads of them. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at the fixtures coming up, um, there's a Friday night fixture um, that obviously we need to talk about. St Austell home to Weybridge. That'll be an interesting one because St Austell haven't really set the uh, um, got going yet. Although I watched them on Saturday against um, Tavistock in the FA Cup, and I thought they played quite well in that one. But uh, the two league outings have been um, a little bit of a disappointment, haven't they? Yeah, it is. It's a bit odd, isn't it? Because you say they're probably the best result was the cup result, and the league ones have been a little bit uh, disappointing because they had Penzance away, Godolphin at home, and you could hardly be accused of um, giving them a you know a, a terrifying start <laughs> league-wise. But they've only got one point out of it. Yeah. Um, Weybridge, as we know, beat St Dennis on Saturday, which perhaps you know was, was expected. Uh, it, it's a game for me on the train, and I'm even taking down Weybridge's prize that they won in the summer. Uh, they were had Italy in the Euro sweepstake uh, <laughs> and then won a first aid kit, so I should have taken that down to, to Weybridge on Friday night. All right. One more thing out of your place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so that's Friday. Then Saturday, where are you uh, popping into on Saturday then? Saturday, I've had a, a royal invite. Oh, a yeah. royal uh, invite. Well, uh, yeah, the, the leader of East Devon District Council is uh, opening the new stand at Sidmouth Town, and they're having a, a sort of VIP lunch before the game. 
so I've been invited to Sidma versus Crediton. Mm-hmm. I must admit, it's not the game I would necessarily have chosen to go to, but you know, sometimes you you have to yeah. go for these occasions. Uh, they, uh, John Mead's got to actually pop up there and check the work, but they think that they've now got everything done for the G grade, um, and uh, are sort of having a day to to mark the the end of their ground improvements. Good. Still good to see that clubs are uh, spending time and money on ground improvements, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As I say, though them and Torridge side have both in, installed these sort of um, 50-seater arena kit stand type things. Not my favourite, but they tick the job, and if it's raining, we're, we're all grateful for them, aren't we? Mm, that's right. I did see someone comment um, during the week about Godolphin's stand. That's quite a unique one as well, isn't it? Yeah, this is from a different company. Um, this is sort of curved roof and things, and actually has 60-odd feet rather than the other ones, but yeah, um, both Torridge side and Sidma have had a, already had a covered standing area. So what they didn't have was the, the seated area. So by by adding the seating area, then they yes they they should tick that part of the ground grading document. Right, good. And overall, obviously that should help with attendances. Um, people knowing that there is a bit of a, a dry space at the ground. Attendances, what have they been like so far? Have they been up? Uh, on. It's been a few good ones. I mean, obviously, Wendra and Falmouth on the Friday night, there was uh, 380, uh, which, of course, would have been higher than anything last season because we were capped yeah. at 300 last season. Yeah. Um, Falmouth, I know, midweek was 270. Um, those are the two sort of standout ones. But there's been quite a few over 100. So there, there was certainly over 100 accredited on Tuesday, and I know... Um, some of the West games on, on Saturday at, at over 100 as well. What would you, what what would you think is a respectable number? Anything over 100? Or I, I mean, I don't uh, know how we compare with other Step Six leagues. We, we compare pretty favourably. I mean, you're always going to have, and, and this will be the same in, in other leagues. That they're going to have the, the, the sort of clubs like the university type clubs and things that are always going to struggle for an attendance, but. You know, the clubs in other leagues have the same sort of thing. There was that Team Solent, wasn't there, in the Wessex League, and Team mm. Bath, and people have been around. So, um, And then you're going to have your very well-supported clubs. Uh, I always think if it's two proper town clubs, you know, not, not sort of the, the sort of secondary types of mm. clubs, um, you would hope all things being equal, uh, to, to say, to be in three figures. But sometimes it can vary. Kind of, you, you get a situation where the fixtures um, lend itself to a club getting a better crowd because the, the neighbours are away. Um, you know, certainly last week, I thought it worked excellently with Penzance playing on the Tuesday. The big game at Helston was on the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Then Wendram was on the Friday. The big FA Cup game at Mauser was on the Saturday. Um I wouldn't. I won't take any credit for saying that's the way it was planned, but the way it worked out certainly would have helped all four clubs with their attendances. Yeah. Um, and then conversely, um, I'm normally under pressure for like New King Godolphin not to be at home on the same day, uh, which I've done on the original fixtures. But already, thanks to the tour of Britain um, on a Saturday at the beginning of September, now New King will be at home to Penzance on the same day that Godolphin are at home. Yes, that's um, probably one of your more sort of unusual reasons for switching, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. The the tour of Britain uh, is starting on Sunday morning, uh, the fifth, and on the Saturday, the Cornwall Council apparently had already done sort of some sort of um, plan for the event, which included using the Pirates and Penzance and that area of town for 
parking up all the support vehicles for the mm. teams and the media and the stewarding and all that sort of stuff. And um, I don't think they'd necessarily bothered to ask in the football club or the rugby club or <laughs> mention it to them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a bit of a so, shock, wouldn't it? Get there and yeah. So, but but you say there's always a you know, when you move a fixture that that one then makes the other way. I've now got a day when Newquay and Godolphin are both on the same day, but you know you just can't forecast some of these things. No. Uh, I did see, I, I was reading on a certain Facebook uh, um, mm. group that you came in for a little bit of uh, criticism yeah. about Godolphin and Newquay, but uh, <laughs> can't, can't please everyone all the time. No, and again, the, these are teams that both enter the, the Senior Cup, the Waltzy Parsons Cup, the FA Vars. There are going to be occasions when they're both drawn at home on the same day. It's, yeah. Uh, and for some people, it, it's the odd one. It, event that sticks in their memory they, they forget the sort of 95% of the fixtures where it doesn't happen <laughs> yeah, that's right and before I let you go midweek um, where are you off to during the week um, a slight change of plan I think I was going to go to Newton Spurs versus Stoke Gable on Tuesday but I might now well go to Bridgewater against Brixham in the FA Cup All right. Uh, and Wednesday a little train trip down for St Blasey versus St Dennis Ah, right. A little uh, train to par and a little walk along uh, uh, along across to, to St. Blasey. Right, OK. Um, and very briefly, uh, just looking at the, the East League table, Stoke Gabriel and Torbay Police, which I, is an amazing title for a football club yes. in the first place, <laughs> um, they're, they're doing better than last season, but they're still bottom and have conceded nine goals in two games. So can yeah. we expect things to perk up a little bit there? Well, I, I would hope so. The, the, the signs seem to be there, and apparently uh, they may or may not have had the odd guest player, and they might be the only club that have done that this week uh, <laughs> on, on Tuesday night. But, um, yes, I, I am, and when we talk about about Team of the Week, I think you know, Stoke Gable have been waiting to be nominated for Team of the Week, and at the, I, I must work out when the last time they actually won a game, but it, it can't have been any earlier than March 2019. Ooh. Painful. <laughs> right. Yeah, because they, they certainly didn't win a game all of last season, and then you had the COVID-affected season the season before. So you're, you're going back to the very, very first lockdown, and even then, I'm not. I'd have to work out exactly when was the last time they won. Then, right. So, um, but I think a Stoke Gabriel positive result anyway will certainly lead to a team of the week <laughs> nomination. Honiton at home on Saturday. Any good or not? Possible, yeah. I saw Honiton at Elmore last night. Not bad, but but not not great. So yeah, wow. potential. potential. Okay, we'll watch that that space, Mister uh, Mister Hiscox, and see how you get on with that one. And uh, we await the four teams in Twitter, and no doubt someone will moan about it. But um, yeah. that, that's Look football. For... That's life, isn't it? It, it, well, at least they're moaning about real football, yeah, not moaning about true. not playing football. <laughs> that's very true. OK, thanks again, Phil, <laughs> thanks. and we'll catch up next week. Look forward to it. Your Now, before Wednesday's games were played, top of the West League after the first round of matches was Weybridge Town, and this is what their manager, Paul Rowe, had to say about it all. Top of the league, um, um, yeah, flying. Yeah, we were really good Saturday, actually. Um, I know St. Dennis have a few... Uh, changes and, and that but we still had to go and do a job and for the first half I thought we were tremendous um, couldn't replicate that in the second half but you know 5-2 win on the opening day yeah take that all day yeah of course and Matt Lloyd a hat-trick 
Yeah, like a fine wine, Lordy. Uh, everywhere I go, people are saying that. You know, um, I just think you know he needed somebody to play him week in, week out. And he came to Weybridge, forward in that. He didn't get off to the fastest start with us, but we stuck with him, and we're certainly getting the rewards now. Just a just a top bloke around the club. The lads love him. Um, works his socks off every game. He's there for every training session. Um, he doesn't seem to lose any fitness at all um, in the sort of close season, all the COVID stuff he had, and and he's just getting his rewards now and, and getting noticed. And you know, it's not just the goals; he has assists to that as well. And yeah, just delight to have Lordy around and um, yeah, top local round. Good, good. Now you got no midweek matches uh, for Weybridge. Um, are you regretting that or or what? Um, no, not really, not the way it is. Um, we had, actually had a chance to arrange a friendly for uh, Tuesday this week, and we've, we've turned it down just because numbers-wise, we're just quite shallow at the moment. I, and I think that goes for a lot of the clubs. You, you we're quite vulnerable to a little COVID outbreak. Now, if you had a couple of injuries to that, um, you're in a spot of bother. So we're just going to sort of take our game, sort of rest at the moment in between and make sure see if we can get sort of 14, 15 available for every game. I went down and watched an Austal last night and obviously they've, we've got them Friday and they had, they had a game last night and they've picked up another couple. So um, it's tough for a lot of teams out there at the moment and, and I just think at the moment I'm just going to take the view of just protect the lads a little bit. We might suffer a little bit fitness-wise in that respect um, regards to sort of, you know, breathing-wise but we're keeping everyone sort of in one piece and, and that's important going forward as well because the, squad, the squad's not that big at the moment at Weybridge. So mm-hmm. we'll do it that way, I think, Dave. Yeah. You mentioned, obviously, you got uh, Sinolstorn on Friday now. In fact, you've got two Friday night fixtures coming up, haven't you? Yeah, Camel for the week after as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the thinking was behind. I think probably board masses for this week, but I'm not, not entirely sure about the Friday night Camel for it's just probably a bumper crowd. I would have thought local mm-hmm. Derby on a Friday night, get it on then. So that's probably the thinking behind it. And yeah, I don't mind them, to be fair. Friday nights and uh, if you lose then you bridge with all Saturday and Saturday and Sunday aren't you that's only trouble for Mrs Rowe <laughs> you know <laughs> she's got to put up an extra day of it but uh, yeah but on the <clears> other side of the fence she's got to put up with you it'd be really happy because you've won yeah yeah then I'll just go pub then to see you then anyway so she, she can't really win <laughs> and I, I know you, you'd like to, to go and watch a game anyway but it's quite handy isn't it that you went and watched St Austell last night you're out tonight to watch Camelford. It's, do you sort of take much in about the opposition, or do you just like watching a game of football? Um, yeah, I do try to take it in. Yeah, um, I, I do enjoy watching it, but I think there's a purpose to why I go, and we try to sort of work things out a little bit. Obviously, things change. Sometimes you can watch a side and you play them six weeks later, and they've got half a dozen new players in. But yeah. um, obviously, watching Sunderland last night, although they kind of will have three or four different starters on Friday, I suspect. We've, we've learned a bit more. It's the third time I've seen them this season, a couple of friendlies and, and that last night. And I've got a fair idea of sort of how to go about things. And uh, and I'm sure that and they'll be disappointed with the result last night. And they probably should have won. But, and I know they'll be a lot better on Friday. But so, yeah, I try, I try to learn a lot. I think I watched six or seven friendlies, um, only three of ours because we had so many called off and mm-hmm. six, six friendlies going around the county. So try to get it. In. And again, looking at players that you might want to bring in, it's one or two that might not, you know, other players or other teams might not have their eye on. So there's always that as well. And, and like, like I say, I enjoy the night out. And like I say, my wife and son love it as well. So it's, it's quite straightforward, really. Good. I nearly, I nearly didn't go tonight because I got a bit of a cold, and my wife said we are going to watch Bob and Carol for tonight. She's told me. So, <laughs> right. so there you go. So, so there <laughs> you are. Yeah, you're on yeah. the way out. So yeah. overall, though, I think the league's going to be quite interesting, or more interesting this season, isn't it? Because there's there's no sort of uh, no likelihood of too many sort of um, one or two teams running away with it. <laughs> 
No, uh, I, I, don't, I, I think you're probably right, Dave. I think Bobman are, are really strong, looking really strong on paper, and um, if they can keep everyone together there, I think they, they might be ones to, to take some beating. Um, and Falmouth, really, if I was if I were to name two, but I think it's like you say, a league where anyone the day can sort of upset somebody else, and I think that's going to make it, make it really, really interesting. And I'm just, uh, and it's looking positive, isn't it, that we might just get a, a full season? And I know mm. there's, there's a bit of COVID around, but it looks like we're kind of maybe. You know, with the vaccinations and that, because I don't think I could stand another season that was incomplete after the last two. So, um, yeah, it's looking, it's all set for a, a really exciting season, and, and it's great to see so many people coming in through the gates as well to watch the local football. Um, and there's so much interest in it on social media and the stuff you guys doing that as well. And it just seems to be a real buzz about it again. So let's hope that this, this season we can get it, you know, get it there. And hopefully, waivers can be towards the top and, and challenges for one or two things, because, um, like you say, it's wide open. Do you want to finish top? Because that would mean Western League. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> want to finish top. That means we've got more points than everyone else. And we'll deal, <laughs> and we'll deal about the Western League when that comes. I'll probably, actually, though, I'll probably retire. I'm top <laughs> yeah. And I'll leave that job to somebody else. But yeah, yeah we want to win every football game we play in. Um, so, yeah, if, it's, if something that comes of that, we got promoted, you know, quite a long shot, I would have thought. But um, then, then you take that all day long and then deal with that when it comes along. Yeah, so we've seen the first Saturday's uh, fixtures being and gone. Were there any surprises in the results for you or not? Um, maybe some Blazy sort of dropping a couple of points, possibly would, would be the one that would sort of stand out. I thought they'd get off to get off to a fast start, um, and they, again they're not going to be far away. But you know, looking at it, you know they're probably probably first to say they might need another two or three as well in there just for a bit of depth as well and you know uh, but you, you talk to most of the managers and we're all the same you know we're kind of got got 11 or 12 and then beyond that really we're bringing a few real real younger players and that sort of stuff so um, yeah that would be the one for me I think probably some blazing would be a little bit of a surprise um, mm. and of course and also getting beat on sort of the opening midweek if you like mm. um, down, at, down at Penzance with was a uh, was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? So yeah, that's right. And and finally, t- as well as Bobman home to Camel for tonight, there's Newquay against the Blazy because of Blazy dropping. In fact, both sides dropping points on Saturday. How do you think that game's going to go tonight? Just give us a tip for that one. I'm going to go for. Um a Nuki win tonight purely because Nuki at home aren't they mm-hmm. yeah so Blazy should have set off about two hours I've been in that traffic towards Nuki and Boardmasters today I think so Blazy should have set off about two hours ago so um, now, uh, now I'll tell you I'll go for a score draw to, down there tonight maybe maybe two each there you go What's hang on you said Nuki were going to win yeah only because I wanted to put a joke about the Boardmasters sorry we'll go for two we'll go for two each tonight and we'll, and we'll go for that Nuki are quite a solid side we haven't ever played them once you know in the sort of three years we've I've been there because of COVID and one thing or another, but they're a solid side and some so Blazy will probably be, yeah, two each will go. There you go. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. I did say Weybridge or Falmouth would be top after one game, Deke's, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not the bravest prediction ever, mate, was it? But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Lucky Row is Mrs. Likes Football married to him, Deke's, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, got to admit, mate. Lucky myself. Thinks, you know, Rach prefers a good local game, mate, to to say, you know, United against Liverpool, mate. So, so it does help, mate, doesn't it? You know, getting out and watching a few local games. But, but it's a good prediction from Rara Deeks, wasn't it? A man who knows his local football, mate. That's that. He went for a score draw, didn't he? It meant wise, mate. Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, what did he go? He went two-two, mate, and it was three-three, wasn't it? Yeah, so that's true. So yeah, good effort, mate. Knows his local football and. 
and just going back to film, mate, you know, what what's a bit like you said the strange cut ruling, mate, isn't it? About Brixham going to Bridgewater after yeah. having the match replayed by the FA. They've lost their own advantage now, mate, haven't they? Yeah, it's you a, know it, it's almost as if uh, the FA wanted to obviously um replay it but they weren't quite sure and so they gave the the home advantage to the yeah. to the offenders it seems a bit odd to me but yeah even Phil didn't quite understand that one I think did he no I suppose perhaps Bridgewater want to blame it it's probably the ref's fault I suppose wasn't it but yeah but, true but are they trying to You're keep blaming the ref happy? again yeah I am I've, I've given the FA a, a, a show off mate and um, I'm, I'm referee bashing this week <laughs> yeah mate. that's um, right yeah I've given the FA a week off thanks but nice little lunch for Phil mate at Sidmouth to look forward to <laughs> on Saturday mate nice to see like you said Deeks another club you know do something with their facilities and you know if anyone deserves a free meal is Phil would not it mate to be fair <laughs> right. but um and I thought that the thing that stood out for me, Deeks, this week, attendances, mate. You know, you spoke about you and Phil spoke. You know, I thought there's some really good ones in this first week of the season, mate, didn't you? A few, a few bumper crowds around the Cornish grounds, Deeks, I thought. Mm, that's right. I I miscounted the uh, the Wendron versus Falmouth game a little bit when Phil asked me how many <laughs> I thought was there, and I sort of said... Yeah. I mean, it was after the game, to be fair. If he'd said it during the game, I would have tried to sort of focus in a bit more but I suggested the I don't know 150 180 and there was <laughs> about a couple hundred more than that wasn't there so he's never going to ask me that yeah. question again anyway so no it's not easy though that's why I take me clicker mate because <laughs> sometimes mate you think oh yeah there's only about 100 here and then you get the old clicker on it mate and there's about 150 there you think Oh crikey! There's a few, a few little clumps there, mate. You don't account for, isn't there? Really, a few little clumps. You can sort of get, oh, right? <laughs> you can sort of get ten people, you know, in, in a little clump. Well, I don't know if you should. I should be saying that with all the COVID things, should I really? But no, ten, that's a true. Ten, yeah. Yeah. A ten man COVID clump. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, it's it's not easy just to sort of guess it, mate. Is it? You, I think you do need your, you need quicker. to sort of do a head count. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good old clicker, mate. Right. Done me proud of it. <laughs> OK. Now, we always love to have a newbie on the podcast, don't we, if we can each week? Yeah. We got one this week or not? We have, mate. We got a debutant, mate. A debutant. <laughs> a debutant. Pat Pat, mate. Pat Pat, as he's known to his mates. What's he known as? Pat Pat, mate. That's his nickname. He's not a postman, by the way, Dick. <laughs> he's um, But his, uh, yeah, his nickname's Pat Pat, mate. Pat so, Pat. So always like it. Yeah, Jack and Ryan and that, mate. Used to play with Pat Pat at, at Weybridge, oh, mate. Yeah. And Pat Pat. Right. Yeah, when they were kids, like, yeah, 16, 17. And, and Pat Pat used to drive every week, mate. So, <laughs> but, uh, right. yeah, yeah, good, good lad. Good right. lad. Well, Pat Pat is uh, from <laughs> Godolphin Atlantic. And, uh, well, firstly, we hear from him on what the management uh, is at the Newquay based team these days. So, basically, uh, myself and Josh Stockdale have uh, taken it on now for the season. I am down as the manager and him as the assistant, but we're very much have been since we took it on, even with Clarkie, and that we're, we're, we work together on everything. There's no real one's got more power over the other. We sort of just bounce off each other and get things done that way. Um, and it, it's quite a good dynamic. It works really well. Um, right. So, yeah. Right. So, next time I ring Josh, then, do I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you can, you can speak to either one of us. Um, we're literally exactly the same mentality and everything. We, I don't think we've actually disagreed on one thing yet since we um, 
we take it on. So yeah. So the season started for you at at uh, Godolphin and uh, one point out of two games, but um, well, the, both of them close affairs. Yeah. So I mean, from our perspective, really, a point on the board. Uh, happy with it to a degree, but realistically, we, but we we both feel that we should have six on the board. The way the game's gone, bit of hard luck against us, conceding a 90th minute own goal against Sticker, scored a conceded own goal again last night against St. Austell. Another day that that doesn't happen, it's, it's pure flukes, and, and you come away with four points there from a draw and a win. Um, and again, it was it was sloppy mistakes that cost us the three goals against Sticker again. You don't make those mistakes, and you, you do get the points. And I think on balance and performances, we we deserve them. We didn't get them. It's now how we react to that. Um, but it's really positive for the season. I think a lot of people, I know we've been quite busy on the social media and stuff. Um, people are seeing what's going on at the club. Uh, but people still aren't really expecting us to do particularly well. And I think over the next couple of weeks, we're going to shock a few people with a few results. Could have already done so far. Um, even getting a point away at St. Austin, lots of people would have said that we were going there for a hammering. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's 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 positive. It's happy. We're good. We're pleased with it. Um, but at the same time, it's one of them where actually we're disappointed because we could have six points on the board and be in a really nice position after two games. Especially, I guess, that game against Sticker opening day, which you always want to get away to win, don't you? And to, to be what three two up with five minutes to go and then lose four three, bit of a bit of a quiet change room I would imagine yeah it was it was a weird one I must say um, I don't I don't really know how you describe the feeling <laughs> at all um, I mean we came in half time 2-1 down deservedly so as well I'd probably say at that point but the second half and the boys was they did everything we asked of them they couldn't have put a foot wrong created lots of opportunities could have had maybe a four fifth goal ourselves and once we took the lead at 3-2, it was almost as though we were in cruise control. It looked like we were going to coast our way through to the end and two sloppy mistakes, two silly errors, and all the hard work was undone. Um, and then, in reality, what do you say to the boys? Because they've actually put in one of the best halves of football they could have put in, done all the hard graft, and then been undone by a couple of little mistakes. It, it, it's just, yeah. The mood, I don't really know how you would describe the feeling, but it wasn't nice. But that probably is the way the season's going to go in the South West Peninsula, isn't it? Because it's going to be a close run affair and, uh, well, things are going to be very tight, aren't they? Um, yeah, no, I think so, definitely. I, I Looking through um, some of the results that have gone so far, some of the side teams have made, I, 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 I really don't really know what's going to happen. I, you can't, it's one of them. Normally, you look at the league and you go, "Yeah, okay, I can predict the top four, bottom four, whatever." And, and actually, I, I've really no idea. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, any any team is, is capable of turning up and beating another team on any day, and, and maybe that stroke of luck sometimes is what you need. For us, unfortunately, we've, we've had the stroke of hard luck in the first two games, um, and it might change. Hopefully, well, hopefully, it'll change. You create your own luck, don't you? As they say. So, yeah, hopefully, that's true. yeah. Um, yeah. So you've got a, a little bit of a break now, haven't you, as far as fixtures go? Presumably, is that because of Boardmasters this weekend or what? Uh, yeah, so we, um, Tanya always books the um, the Boardmasters weekend off. So, yeah, that, that's the only reason we're not we're not fixtures in is because of um, having that break. It's uh, I think it's deserved to be fair to the boys as well. 
Um, it's always going to be tough asking players to come straight in off the back of a COVID curtailed season and a bit part pre-season to play twice a week regularly. Um, so to get a Saturday where they can rest their legs and recover us again next week's probably not a bad thing. It, 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 is, it is a bit of a shame that they can't continue on the momentum that they are starting to build now. The first three points is only around the corner. But yeah, I think it, it is a break that we'll, we'll take at this point. And you... Yourself, you signed for Godolphin as a player, didn't you? What was that season before last? Yeah, so um, it, it was literally the start of last season right. um, that I, I, I signed on for them. So I obviously went away to uni, did my three years up there in Cardiff, and when I came back, uh, I was sort of I'm in an iron what to do. I had been at Port Eleven and Wavers before I went away, and then Savo sort of got me into training with the Dolphin and yeah it was a project then when I first came in and one that I wanted to be involved with as a player um, try and help turn the fortunes of the club because I'd only been there a few weeks and you sort of fall in love with the people at the club like Tanya and stuff they're all amazing so you want to do everything you can for those guys um, so yeah I mean it, it didn't quite get to plan <laughs> in that sense and obviously I ended up leaving and going over to Sticker um, but yeah it was it was that bond that we created that, in the end, I went back as a as a manager. And you must be, I'm assuming, one of the younger managers in the league. Um, yeah, I don't really know. I, it'd be, I said this to Josh actually. It'd be interesting to see what the um, what the history is like on, on ages of managers because both being 24, um, it's, it's definitely the youngest partnership. Um, I don't know. Maybe if potentially is one of the the youngest managers they've had. I don't know. But yeah, definitely. Um. So what? Why at twenty four? What? Why are you playing and managing or just managing? Um. Good question. Uh, if you I, have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I will be registered. I will put myself on the bench if needed. Um. But when I've got eighteen lads turn up to training every week, um, giving their all for the club, I just don't feel it's right to be playing myself above those guys yeah and just I, if I'm being honest the why the, the why question I don't know I don't really know <laughs> the answer um, it was just one of those decisions at the time and when I was I was actually I was still in the group chat for the um, for the Godolphin side when Savo left mm-hmm. um, and I could just see the, the group of boys that were there um, wanted the season to finish they wanted to keep playing and didn't want it to fold um, they didn't want the club to collapse and just sort of I had that feeling that it was going to and I didn't want it to so I, obviously Josh was involved in the management team previously and I, I just texted him saying look should we should we do what we can to save the club for a season and get it through to the end of the season uh, and obviously we had Clarkey also came in to help us as well with that and so that, that was the initial plan was to sort of protect them help them and then we enjoyed it so much that we decided to set ourselves, set ourselves the challenge of rebuilding them. And that's sort of how it came about. Um, it was a spur of the moment decision and one that I've, I've not really looked back on. I do miss saying a little bit, but I'm, I'm enjoying the challenge. I know Josh is as well. And yeah. Well, that, that's the main thing, that you're enjoying it. Um, so you're, you're obviously you're rebuilding. How would you say the rebuilding's gone so far? Uh, very well. In fact, I'd say we're we're in a much stronger place than where we thought we'd be. We, we, when we sat down 
um, to start the season, who we'd already brought in, who we wanted to try and bring in. Um, realistically, we said that finishing outside the bottom three was a success for the club after the two years that it had. Um, I don't think anyone can really argue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not the target that we've set ourselves. We've set ourselves a mid-table finish and, and 40 points. So it's 10 wins and 10 draws. And that's not an unrealistic target, really, for what we have built. Um, I know that's going to turn a few heads when we say that because they're going to go, well, you've got to try and back that up now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if the boys play the way we know they can play, um, the character they've shown so far, there's no reason we can't do it. Pick up 10 wins at home and then um, the odd point away from home, you're looking quite close to meeting that target straight away. So, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's one of the reasons we were so disappointed in the, with the sticker result is that we saw that as a, a real opportunity to pick up three points at home on the opening day of the season. Mm, OK. But, you, yeah. you, your next home game Wednesday against Dob Walls and then Liscard away and then coming up, quite soon after that uh, a nice tasty little League Cup game against uh, well away at Newquay that'll be interesting yeah. won't it <laughs> yeah it will be it will be really interesting we're excited by it obviously we were involved in, in the in the management on the Boxing Day when it um, the scoreline wasn't rather flattering for us and so it's our opportunity now to to actually make a stance and say actually there is two things in Newquay again we're not just here as the League with and boys we have changed we're we're going to put up a fight, and we're going to we're going to be there to the very end, um, and we'll push you all the way through. And I think um, we we've definitely got the um, potential in the side now to to beat that Nuki team. Um, it's just whether or not we sharpen the day. Um, so yeah, be a good game. I'm excited by it. I, I really I want to do well. I, I want to I want to get a little bit of revenge sort of thing for the Boxing Day. It wasn't a nice feeling getting name on Boxing Day, I must say. Right. Okay. Well, we wish you the best of luck, uh, Adam. Uh, it's great to hear young blood taking over management. And uh, well, long live Godolphin. Yeah. Thank you very much. Your Cornish Thanks to Pat Pat, um, otherwise known by his real name of Adam Patterson. It, he, he might not come on the podcast again after we've called him that rapper. It, we, no, we're not sure why like he's called Pat Pat, are we? No, no, mate. No, I think it originates from school or something. Jack oh, said, mate. God said that, mate. I said, why, why is Adam Pat? I know he's Patterson, but why Pat Pat? And, yeah, he couldn't give me a good answer, mate. Right, <laughs> so, OK. One of those nicknames. Right. Well, um, yeah, it's him and Josh Stockdale, isn't it? Really, is, it's a joint management uh, yeah. at Newquay. At, uh, Newquay. <gasps> I'll be struck You're not down. Poor, aren't they? At, at, well, no, I know they it's the same in, time. They are yeah, in Newquay. But, um, yeah. It's, uh, but, <laughs> yeah. But at Godolphin, Tanya will be yeah. hitting the radio or yeah. the phone or whatever she's listening to this boy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, seven goal thriller to start their season off, but um, yeah. they ended up losing, unfortunately. Yeah, shame that, Dixon, isn't it? Because I, I suppose both clubs would have gone into that game sort of identifying it as a, as a, a sort of winnable game for, mm. for each of them, mate, wouldn't they? Because obviously points wouldn't be, you know, that easy to come by, you know, for the sort of bottom half of the table, mate, against the top. But, you know, when they're playing each other, mate, you sort of see that as a winnable game, Diggs, don't you? So they'll probably be disappointed, really. With good result for Sticker on the road, mate. But, um, you know, I would have thought Pat of that would be, you know, a bit disappointed with with that start. But but what a result on uh, Tuesday night at St Austell. Dicks more 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 than made up for it, really, mate, didn't they? With that one all yeah. at St Austell, mate. Have you seen their Great goal? Result. 
No, I haven't. No. Oh, it's on. It's on Twitter. It, oh, it's out there. Um, oh wait, right. I'll have a look at that. I think actually they're they're one of the clubs that use the VO camera that you you know oh, we're, yeah, we're yeah. seeing more and more of these days. And uh, yeah. it looks as if Gavin Perrington scored it. It looks as if it actually goes well, almost under the wall. One of those free kicks oh, really? that um, is certainly along yeah. the ground anyway. So, uh, so yeah, take a yeah. look at it and see what you think. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Gavin knows where the net is, mate, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's pretty prolific wherever he plays, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he gets goals, mate, doesn't he? Yeah. He gets goals, wherever, like you say, wherever he goes. He, yeah, he knows where the net is, mate. Right. Good on him. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. So, apart from the game's we've already touched on in the Peninsula West were there any other sort of particular results that stood out for you? Um, yeah really Diggs a couple I thought I thought, I thought the well I, th- I think the three results mate that I think the first sort of week of the season mate that I would say are outstanding I mean we've already touched on two I think mate I think Godolphin drawing one all at St Austell you know after an opening day defeat a, you know excellent result and after Sonostal played so well in the FA Cup on Saturday against Tavi, well, you was there, Diggs, mm. wasn't you? Yeah, they did you play know, well, think, actually. Yeah, exactly, mate. You know, I, I couldn't see that one all coming. You know, obviously another sort of league disappointment for Sparky, mate. You know, one point in the first two games, but, you know, 32 games to go, Diggs, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they'll recover from that. But um, Camelford, you know, 4-1, winning, winning at Bodmin, mate, 4-1 last night. Can't see anyone else doing that all season, to be honest, Diggs. Can you go into Bodmin and winning 4-1? It'll be a tough old ass for anyone, I think. So Yeah. Cool, I bet Gilby was raging, mate, wasn't he? I know he wasn't very happy at the end, mate. I see him. I saw him having a few words with the ref. My news, <laughs> it was the same ref as at Lonson on Saturday. <laughs> so, don't go back there again. Like, don't go back there again. No, no, I won't, I won't, I won't revisit that. <laughs> so... But um, I, I understand he was a bit better last night, but uh, I know there's a red card and stuff, mate, on there. But but uh, but I think result of the week, Deeks. I, I don't know what you think, mate. Um, but I think Port, mate, Port drawing at mm-hmm. St Blasey, and you know I, I didn't didn't see that one come in, and and like even like this after listening to Phil's interview, mate, you know he said Port were struggling a little bit on the Friday night yeah. as well, mate, weren't they? Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, even more of a sort of uh, you know great result really digs isn't it yeah and I have to say I don't recognise the name of the scorer either Dan Parker wouldn't it alright mate nah nah don't I know it. Peter Parker digs it's, it's Spider-Man isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that but um... <laughs> sorry mate <laughs> he knows where the net is mate <laughs> well sorry man yeah so. pa- Parker didn't he didn't he used <laughs> to be with Lady <laughs> Penelope Oh, he did, mate, in the Thunderbirds, he did, mate. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my lady. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a lot of the old Thunderbirds takes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a good result. Um, and yeah, what, brilliant, mate. Yeah. yeah, so Port 11 drawing at St. Blasey. But um, St. Blasey, not got off quite to the start we might have expected. No, no, I think Lafs will probably be a di- bit disappointed. Although he did play it down, mate, in last week's, you know, Sonostal voice. You know, he said, done it, you know, sort of expect miracles straight away. So, you know, I'm sure over a season, mate, Lafs will see what he needs and, and tinker with it, mate, when he here and there. And 
he'll, he'll have a good side mate to get it they'll, they'll be challenging I still think Deeks so I know your title tips have got six points Deeks aren't they from the oh, first two and games and no goals conceded in Portugal exactly yeah yeah exactly mate. <laughs> and and obviously mine was blazy mate wasn't it not so great start but I don't know, mate. I I I would have thought Lass would probably be more disappointed that with the four goals conceded in the two games, really, Deeks, wouldn't he? Probably. Then. Yeah, I would have thought maybe so. Maybe yeah. four. That's right. Yeah. And um, but, and obviously, um, Chappers got injured again. Yeah. Now that's the second time in the yeah. last few games, isn't it? Um, yeah. Jason bit of bad Chapman. Luck, Deeks, so, isn't it? Yeah. So. Well, I don't know what the injury is, but um, it's Will Tinsley. He always seems to has to end up going in goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he seems to do a job in there, Deeks, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Like Will, mate. I know uh, Blazy missed a late penalty as well, Deeks, doesn't he? So, you know, it could it could be four points out of six, couldn't it, rather than two, maybe. But fine lines, isn't it, Deeks? Fine margins, mate, isn't it, in these games? Yeah, that's right. Did I see somewhere it suggested that... Was it Mark Gustafson who took the penalty and, and purposely missed because... Perhaps they didn't yeah. think it was. I can't believe he would have done that, would you? Nah, nah. <laughs> no, not at all, mate. No, no Gusty's on a hat trick as well, wouldn't he? Mate? <laughs> oh, was he? Oh, right. Yeah, I think he'd already scored two, didn't he? So there's no way he's missing oh, that on purpose. Scrap mate. that suggestion then, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, I can vouch, vouch for the strikers thinking, mate. There's no way. Yeah. Can you imagine? Laughs would have gone mad, wouldn't he? If he if he'd yeah. done that. <laughs> never kick another ball for Blazy, would he? <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Don't think that sort of. Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, a romantic suggestion, Deeks, but a uh, load of rubbish, I think, mate. <laughs> right, okay. And uh, Shane yeah. Crack in their lineup. Yeah, seen that, mate. Crackers, mate. Yeah, yeah. Because a few people were suggesting, you know, he could be on the way out of sort of Portway, wouldn't they? Like so, earlier in the season, mate. So I don't know. You know, could that turn into a full-time thing, mate, for, for laughs, mate, to get crackers at yeah. Lazy? Well, yeah, I don't know. I know. Good player to have in that league, mate, wasn't it, if, well, he, if he does? That's right, that's right, for sure. Yeah. yeah, what about this week's fixtures coming up in the peninsula, then? Yeah, there's some good ones, Deeks, isn't there? Um, sorry, mate, I'm trying to find me a piece of paper. I did um, <laughs> I did actually write them down, mate. There's, there are some good guests. Ga- oh, yeah, mate, you're off to um, Plymouth Portway on Saturday. Yeah, Dixon, you're I'm going up, City, mate. Yeah, I'm going up to watch Truro's first game. So, uh, And also, obviously, yeah. taking, uh, well, the improvements that they've made to Blythe Park. So that'll be interesting to see. So uh, yeah. But I am yeah, have off. a good day, mate. Yeah, have a good day. Yeah, I am off to St Austell Friday evening, so St Austell against Weybridge. So yeah, uh, I was just going to say that, Dick. So I found me a bit of paper now, mate. Yeah, that'd right. be that'd be a good one, mate. When it's St Austell Way, yeah, we'll I think actually. we had both. Yeah, we had both teams sort of just just in the top half of the table, mate. Well, you had Weybridge seventh, mate. I think didn't you? And St Austell eighth. And Did I? I think I had eighth and ninth. So yeah, in our predictions, mate. So. A close game, like c- yeah. c- well, two good young teams, things, isn't it? Two two good young managers, mate, and two good young teams, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So calling Rower a young mate, he'll like that. He'll oh, like right, that, okay. mate. He was, he was fifty the other week, wasn't he? Was he honestly? He only <laughs> looks about thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's looking good on it, mate. Yes, looking good. But yeah, some good games, though, mate. I mean, Callington, Falmouth catches the eye, digs, doesn't Ooh, it? Oh yes, that's a, yeah. Yeah, 
that would be an intro. I did actually have a text off Wesley, mate. He said um, he saw me on the. He said the most. Uh, what did he say, mate? He gets one of the most chilled out men in Cornish football, slagging the refs off, mate. On the, <laughs> he said he had to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're getting yeah. a reputation. I know, mate. Yeah, yeah. Wesley did have a laugh at me, but he did say he's got a few out of the weekend. He oh, went five no. out. Yeah, but luckily he said he's got you know big squad and you know. I'd, I don't know if I should be talking about it, really, mate. Giving away form of town secrets, really, mate. But, but no, Westy did say he's got a few out, but he's you know confident. He's got a big squad and that, mate. Any form of so, I'm sure the lads that come in, mate, will be buzzing for an opportunity, digs, wouldn't they? Mm. So that'll uh, be a good yeah, game, that, mate. That'll be a, a test for them, I think, uh, more so um, yeah. than possibly their two previous games, Wandering and Penzance. So, uh, be interesting yeah, to see how right. that one goes. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've my eye on. Well, I always got my eye on the former freezer anyway, Diggs. But yeah, that will be a dog wolves bombing, Diggs. After Gilby will want a reaction, won't he? After mm. last night, mate. And dog wolves not the easiest place to go, is it? And pick up three points, is it, mate? So no, and they'll be keen that, to get the first win of the season after losing at Camelford last Saturday. So, uh, yeah. so that could, yeah, that could go either way. I think. Um, Liscard yeah. Lanson, you've seen yeah. Lanson or Lawson? Yeah, you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were very good, mate. Going forward, Dicks. You know, I, I know we sort of had them in our bottom six and all, mate, didn't we? But and I see they just signed another forward, aren't they? This week, Dicks, aren't they? Um, oh yes, oh, uh, Dan Pethick. Yeah. Dan Pethick, that that's it, Deeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. I, I couldn't think of a yeah. So you know, add to that, you know, Waltz up front, mate. Ben Walters looked very sharp Saturday. Get another striker in, they could be dangerous. I thought it was good going forward, actually, Deeks Lonson and you know, I know Penryn, you know, had a, had a few out at the, especially at the back and that, but they did cause a lot of problems and. Look fairly solid at the back, mate. Good keeper and two really well. <laughs> it was quite funny actually, mate, because we were sitting in the standings and, and Rachel goes, because obviously Jack's six foot five, mate, isn't he? And um, Rachel goes, but yeah, we, you don't see that very often. And she, I said, what? And she goes, there's someone there taller than Jack. <laughs> and um, Lawson had a centre half, Deeks. I reckon he must have been about six foot eight. Hey. Uh, yeah, honestly, mate. And, it, and he got his head on a couple of corners as well. I know. The Penryn keeper, you know, like Adam made a, a really good save off one of them, mate. He's quite a threat. Yeah. Um, just if anyone's from Liscord's listening, mate, <laughs> he is a threat. He is a threat from set pieces, teach, and he he did get his head onto a couple of. He, he's like a he looks like a Peter Crouch type character, mate. You know, the, mm. his his sort of demeanour about him, mate. But he, yeah, very good in the air, mate. About mm. six foot eight years, so can't remember his name, but um, yeah. But I think Liscord, mate. You know, I, I can, I can, you know, I can see Liscord scoring goals in in any game, really, Deeks. Can you with going forward, you know, with their attacking potential? So, but I, I will be interested to see that result, though, mate. To see, you know, sort of good Lunson sort of really were, mate, because you know it was a funny old game Saturday, really. So, yeah. but um, yeah, I, you know, I fancy an own win, but I, I'd be interested to see the score, Deeks. I think. Yeah, James Lorenz to get his first league goal of the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind betting on that, Dix. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say yes, mate, definitely. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Penryn against Porth Levin. Yeah, that, another interesting one, really, Dix. You know, I, I, you know, I think Penryn's been a bit. I mean, you were there the other night, Dix. I, I mean, 
What did you think, mate? Pro- probably a draw was a fair result on the reflection of the game, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, probably against yeah, Wendy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Draw was fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I do, mate. Although, you know, with that big penalty shape that was a stone waller, mate, they could have actually won it, couldn't they? So. Yeah, but, but Wendrin would have gone down the other end and equalised. Yeah, probably would have, mate, wouldn't they? Yeah, there, there was still been a few minutes left, wouldn't there? Yeah. So, yeah, that's true, mate. You, yeah, the way the game was... It's like a basketball game, Deeks, wasn't it? It was a bit end, end-to-end, mate, yeah. wasn't it, to say the least? But, yeah, but, um, yeah so, yeah, that would be interesting, Deeks. You know, Penryn, Port Levin, I'd... Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to predict the result. You know, Port, Port having that great result at Blazey and no midweek game, um, and Penryn, you know, unlucky in both games really, mate. You know, probably always fancy him to score a goal. So I have to think about that one, Deeks, on the old uh, forum predictions, mate. I'm not sure. Not mm-hmm. sure of that one really. And Wendron Penzance is the last game, Deeks, isn't it? Yes. Now, have you seen the number of players that Wendron have got registered? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, mate, isn't it? They, is it? Is it got been three figures, isn't it? <laughs> they must have registered all their club players, I should imagine, because my, yeah. my thumb... I think Pete, my, Pete's on there, mate. Pete Thorne's yeah, Pete on Thorne, there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> my thumb Pete's got sore Pete. scrolling down the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a few players, man. It'd be interesting to say how many it is, mate, wouldn't it? Yeah. Count them. <laughs> Mind you, interesting, yeah. though. I'm just looking, as we talk, I'm looking at Port Levin's registered players, yeah. and I know that, yeah. you know, we've been, you know, told that they they were short of numbers. Well, they've got they've got quite a handful of players here. That, they've got 49 players registered. Now, I know that some of those are just literally there. Yeah. As a some parent, yeah, yeah, and as an emergency sort of thing, but yeah, but, yeah, you know, where are all these players if they were struggling for a team last summer? Yeah, <laughs> oh no, it does make you wonder, mate, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah, it does make you wonder. I think I read something, another thread. Someone had fifty odd players signed. Was it St. Tef, mate, or whatever? Someone saying about oh yeah, with them. COVID, yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. They got like fifty or bears signed on, but they they've actually only got about thirty five because the other ones are all retired and all, mate. And they <laughs> <That's right. laughs> just say they were so you're basically just signing anyone on in the pub, aren't you, mate? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I suppose it helps to have numbers, doesn't it, mate? If, well, it does and it doesn't because if but, they're, if they're yeah. not available, um, they can't no, surely all be on holiday at the moment. But anyway, who knows? Uh, Right. Yeah, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? Okay, and last one for Saturday, Wendron, and uh, they're up against Penzance. Ooh, yeah. Two teams that have lost to Farmer. So, uh, yeah, interesting, mate, isn't it, really? Like, you know, Wendron lost 2-0 at home, Penzance lost 3-0 away. Is it, if you go on those two results, you'd say it would be a fairly even game, wouldn't you, really? Yeah. I like the look at Wendron the other night. Wendron teams always try and play good football, Deeks, don't they? They yeah. always try and yeah. knock it around, don't they? And and Renault, you know, at Penzance seems to, you know, started the season well. Uh, to be honest, I think if you probably offered Renault, mate, those two results at the start, if he said, if he said to him, look, Renault, you're going to beat Sunostal 2 0 and then only lose 3 0 at Bickland Park, I, I think Renault would have took that, mate, wouldn't he, at the start of the season? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be another interesting result, mate. That one to look at, wouldn't it? Yeah, right. I must just very quickly mention, obviously, Tor Point um, in the. Premier East or Peninsula East um, got off to a good win on Saturday up at Oakhampton. Was that three nil, wasn't it? So uh, 
Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good result, mate. So, uh, yeah. who are they playing this Saturday? They're home to Elmore. So, um, oh right, yeah. And Elmore have played two games and drawn one, lost the others. So, uh, on yeah, be looking at three points there, Diggs, wouldn't they? I would think so. Yeah, that's right. But um, yeah. it's it's not a certainty until the final whistle is blown, is it? So um, no, we've seen that this week, Diggs, haven't we? Flipping it, mate. There's some funny old uh, yeah. results going around, mate, isn't there? What did really? you say the other but week? Uh, Ryan Richards would end up getting what? 40, 50 Yeah, I, I, I fancy Ryan for 50, mate, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, definitely. We got one last Saturday, yeah. so um, so look yeah. out at Elmore. One in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be looking to put that right, mate, won't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely, mate. And obviously there are midweek games to look forward to, um, and uh, if you need to find out who they are, just... Uh, well, they're always going to be on the Cornwall Football Forum at some stage. You could go to the uh, the uh, South West Peninsula League website. They're on there. So no excuse for anyone not to know who's playing. And uh, also, it does amaze me when you go to talk to someone and they say, oh, who did they play? What was that result? If they're interested, yeah. why don't they know? Because the information is there. So Yeah. I oh, know, mate. You, you can't miss it these days, Diggs, can you? No, that's right. It's, it's everywhere. Social media is superb, isn't it, mate? These <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. So, Superior League kicks off this Saturday, and our regular John Colenso, he's on yeah. overtime. He is. <laughs> right then, John. Um, not only have you got your East Corn Premier League hat on for the podcast, you're also uh, doing or or covering the uh, Superior League East division for us. So, um, no, first things first, we've got to surely mention Lanrest's position. Yes, uh, unfortunate position at the moment. They're struggling to get players, and they very much hope that in the next couple of weeks they can get a squad built ready for the season. They've been given two weeks' grace, um, but if there is players out there looking for local football in the area, then I'm sure Lanreth will be willing to accommodate you, and um, you need to get in touch with Andy Collins at Lanreth, and I'm sure they can uh, get you signed on and get their games played. Right, okay. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Anyone interested in game um, step seven standard um, or level, um, just get hold of Andy. If if you can't find his details, obviously get in touch with the podcast and we can uh, pass your details on to them. So, so what have we got in the way of fixtures for Saturday then uh, as the league kicks off? Yeah, so the first round of fixtures for the um, Saturday, there's four games. Um, we've got Lansom Reserves are playing against Bude, Morwinstow against Callington, Polpero play Millbrook and St Dominic's first game in the league is at home against Torpoint Reserves. That'll be an interesting one, won't it? That St Dominic one for you? Yeah, it sounds like a good tie. Um, St Dominic, I think, have made a couple of good signings as well. So, And we know Torpoint are quite a young side that have always done very well in the St Piran League. So that should be a decent game, I would have thought. Who have they signed? I don't know, but I know that... Uh, how, can, how can you say you've, they've got all, some good signings? It's all top secret, but apparently they've made some good signings. They've, they're happy with their squad that they're starting with. All top secret? Are they not aware of full-time in whole game that you can see the names on there? Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> right, midweek games. Uh, so so that's four on the Saturday. What have we got coming out after that? Uh, so the, one, the only one in the week is Tuesday, and that's St Dominic again at home against Callington Reserves this time. So they're going to get a good uh, good couple of games in and see how they get on in their first season in St Piran League. And I'm assuming that's a bit of a local derby, isn't it, St Dominic and Cunnington? 
it will be. Yeah, I think they do swap players now and again. Um, there's players being between the two teams, so it should make for a good game. Thanks to John there for just running through the the games in the east um, of the St. Pyrrhon League. In the west, well, there's not quite a full program. Um, for some reason, Perranporth and Truro City don't play until the following Saturday. But um, no. but on this Saturday, uh, here's the fixtures: Falmouth against Hale, Helston versus St Ives, Aluggan versus Mosel, Mullion home to Wendron, Parwell against St Agnes and Port Leven at home to Redruth United. And I've got to say, my pick of the games from that bunch would be Luggan versus Mosel. They were the they were the yeah. top two when the league was curtailed last season. I know, again, you know, what does that count for? I'm not sure. But, but um, yeah. yeah, some interesting games there. Luggan and Mosel. Helston against St Ives. That's um, a bit yeah. of a, yeah. could be a top-of-the-table clash. And, the um, Paramore game, Deeks, is sorry to interrupt you, mate. Yeah? The Paramore and Agnes game's actually postponed, mate. Oh, is it? Why is that then? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but um, I don't, I don't, I, it should be on. Let's have a look, mate. Hold on, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it's got postponed next to it. Oh, has it? That's obviously been updated since yeah. I last looked. And any other postponements? Yeah. Uh, no, not on Saturday, Deeks. Just Paramore's midweek game, mate, against Falmouth. Um, that's so also scheduled for the Wednesday. Yeah, the two Paramore games for some reason, uh, Deeks. Right. But yeah, sorry, mate. I'm not sure why. Um, right. So uh, yeah. okay. So scrap that. There's no Paramore against St Agnes, yeah. um, and that would have obviously been at their new ground, wouldn't it, Trigai? So yeah, Trigai Fields, Deeks. Yeah. 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 Now that's yeah, interesting because yeah, you, and you mentioned they play Falmouth on the Wednesday, or they were going to be playing yeah. Falmouth on the Wednesday. Obviously, they're not now. Now I was no. reliably told by someone that Falmouth are going to have a have a stronger side this season. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that myself. Well, from the horse's mouth, actually, mate. You know, <laughs> I think we, I think we heard it from the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably did, mate. Yeah, Mitch, he's um, it was he's got a few players in, mate, hasn't he? Yeah. And, uh, and a bit of help on the bench as well, I think, mate. And he next to him, so yeah. That's so right. uh, I'll let other teams find out about it, mate. I don't want to ruin all Mitchie's, um, <laughs> all this, uh, you know. I don't want to put his team out there, mate. But no, he, it definitely looks a stronger team than I think. He's quite excited about it, mate. Isn't he? His all team, right. he's assembled, and well, that'll be a good test, though, mate. Won't it? Ale first game. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let's hope he's not disappointed by five o'clock on Saturday, no. anyway. <laughs> no, so, yeah, tough start, isn't it? Tough start that. Yeah, Hale. Yeah, that's that's right. Not yeah. an easy one, is it? So, no, no, good teams, yeah. good teams on. Okay. Action Hale. Right, and uh, of course the other. Can you remember who the other new boy is in the Superior League? Uh, what in, in the West, Dicks, or yeah, the East? In the West. In the oh, the other new oh um. Actually, yeah, they're they returning did. to it. I think they're not. Yeah, not it's uh, it's Ludford, mate. Ludford, that's right. They, Ludford, yeah. They kick off their season on Tuesday away at Mosel, so. Um, oh, a bit of a local derby first game, Dave. Yeah, that's right. And uh, also on Tuesday, St. Day, they start their season as well away to Wendron. So. Uh, oh yeah, a couple of nice pitches, mate, to start your season on, isn't it? Yeah. Met Trungle and Underlane, mate, isn't it? Cool, blind, two yeah, of the nice two. Yeah. Yeah. Two of the nicest surfaces in the county, Deeks, aren't yeah. they? And I have to say, uh, the old Penryn Kernick Road was looking quite good there on Tuesday. Yeah, good old Bakes, mate. Still, still 
turns out a lovely pitch after all these years, mate. Don't he? Even you know, even though he's not too well these days, but you know, he still still does a fantastic job, Deeks, doesn't he? Yeah. Lesson. Good. Right, let's move yeah. on to the East Cornwall Premier League and John Clenzo is back again and, uh, well, he caught up with Kevin Sandercott, the club secretary of newcomers all to none. Well, last Saturday was the first game for you in the East Cornwall Premier, in the East Cornwall Premier League, should I say. Um, and it was a fairly good result, wasn't it? Yeah, a very good result. Wasn't expecting uh, anything like that, really. No. Um, you know, we thought St Blaise would be a bit, bit stronger side, like, but it was the first game, wasn't it? It was the first game. There's a few unexpected players playing in different teams at the moment. Teams getting used to each other, I suppose. Um, nine goals, though, is quite convincing, isn't it? Nine goals, yeah. 5-0 up at half-time. Lovely. And against, lovely. A, a, against a decent side like St Blasey, you know, a well-known side in the East Cornwall Premier League. So, right. fantastic win. On your nice new pitch as well, which we came to oh, see I during see. the summer. Lovely, lovely surface and all ready to go yeah, for the season. Yeah, we've uh, done a lot of work to it over the close season, right? It certainly and pays no, off, doesn't it? He's looking good, yeah. Yeah, no, it looks nice. Yeah, very good. Ideal. Are you um, expecting the same scoreline next game, or...? Not really. I don't think we got you, <laughs> haven't we? <laughs> oh, yes, you have, actually. Yeah, good point, yeah. Yeah, always a good game between us, Kevin, isn't it? Yeah, it's always a tough game. Yeah, yeah. no, I like so. like coming to uh, Holton and one of my own home pitches at one stage so yeah it's always nice to come and visit you guys and have a good game of football between us so yeah, it's um, always uh, always normally tight isn't it so it is normally tight yeah. who did you get drawn in the first round of the cup uh, we got Roach away oh that'll be a tough one that's uh, yeah Roach away on. yeah you'll find their pitches a little bit different yeah, I, well, I haven't been to Rhodes for donkey years. So no, no, not, not to football. So yeah, but uh, no, it's all good. I think you'll you'll have a good season in the in the league. Um, I hope it all goes well for you guys. Well, hopefully, and, um, uh, not quite so well as us. Hopefully, but you know, you never know. We had our first <laughs> game against Gunners late last night, and um, yeah, that, well, we lost two one. Um, it was a little bit of a dubious referee indecision, which unfortunately after the game he sort of said that. Maybe on another evening he should have given the goal, but we we won't go there now, will there? No. <laughs> but so uh, when the whistle's gone, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's all very well then. But yeah, no, it's um, nice to speak to you, Kevin. Anyway, and hopefully you have a great season, and uh, and we'll catch up soon. Yeah, we'll uh, see you next Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Your Cornish podcast. Right, John. So we've just heard from Kevin Sandercott. Tell us a, a little bit more about him. So Kevin is the secretary of Altonun Football Club. Um, he took over from Pam Sandercock, the legend at Altonun, um, and he basically is the main man running the club now. Right, and obviously uh, more than happy after a nine-nil victory. It's a very good start, wasn't it, for a new league and a, a new opponent? Yeah, I was, I'm sure they're delighted with that. And obviously there were only two games in the league last Saturday. Um, one of those all to none, 9-0. And the other one, newcomers as well. Gunners Lake did well. Yeah, Gunners Lake had a great start going to the mill uh, to play tall point thirds. And that was a yeah, it's a really good hard-fought win by the sound of it. I spoke to Callum at tall point and he said it was a tough game. They were hoping for a draw out of it. But uh, Gunners Lake held on and did very well. It's always going to be difficult to know how good any new side coming in is going to be any idea how they're going to fare those two um i think alternon we played them in a pre-season friendly and they were strong they've they've done very well over the 
it's the same team they've always had, but um, they've stepped up and looked really good. Um, with Gunners Lake, I found, obviously we played them last night being Tuesday night, um, they are using some higher league players until those leagues start, so you don't always know what you're going to get later on in the season, but at the moment they look very good. Are you happy or not happy with them using uh, other players? If they if they find that they can use them, then fair enough. They sort of said in the pub afterwards that they were surprised we didn't use anyone, but we had a good, strong, solid squad of our own, so why would you drop somebody to bring in somebody else from another team? Mm, right. So, were there any other midweek games or not? Uh, no, it's just us so far, and then we've got games tonight being Wednesday. Um, Blazy will be playing against Lou at St Blazy, and Torpoint have got another game against Marjon at the Mill. Right, and and obviously as yet not a full sort of fixture list. No, we're um, stop starts with we've already had COVID cases. Um, I think this weekend there's only two fixtures because of weddings, boardmasters, and people just booking off. You know, early in the season because of work during the summer and stuff. So it's it's been a difficult start really, but hopefully it improves. You said the people booking off, did you? Yeah, we're allowed to have two games off a season, um, so you can allocate dates to where you don't want a fixture, and they're being used up already for boardmasters and, and different bits and pieces. Right, Saturday then, what's the fixtures? Uh, Saturday we've got Lou are playing against Gunners Lake, so Gunners Lake are getting a good couple of games in at the start, and St. Teth against Marjon. Um, obviously St. Teth struggled with COVID last week, so we wish them all the best, and hopefully they get this game played. So only just the two games on a Saturday, uh, presumably there's some midweek uh, games as well? Yeah, there's three games on Tuesday. Um, Foxhole are at home against St Newland East, Roach have got St Blazy and we are travelling down to Newquay to play Newquay Academy. Right, so uh, as far as St Clear goes, what's that going to be, Newquay's first game? That will be Newquay's first game, yeah, so hopefully we can catch them cold. <laughs> yeah, that's right, unless they play some first teamers of course. I can't see them doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. They, they, I think they've probably got a midweek game. So all in all then, um, obviously fixtures are a little bit uh, scattered, but as part of the management committee of the East Cornwall Premier League, are you a happy man? Yeah, we have got started, which is, you know, we're a step ahead of a couple of different leagues now, so at least we can get some games in and hope for a better winter than we've had previously. And the uh, cup draw has been made. Um, are you happy with your draw? very happy with our draw we got a bye so um, us and St Minver had a bye so we have arranged a league game to play that day so we get another league game in right okay did you have to pay anything um, to the the rest of the committee to get a bye or what uh, no I think it was just luck of the draw this time do you want to give us the, the full draw yeah so the Clive Rosevier Insurance East Cornwall Premier League Cup draw is as follows um, St Teth are playing Newquay Academy St Blazy are playing Tallpoint Athletic St Newland East are playing Foxhole. Lou Town have got Gunners Lake. Plymouth Marjon are playing St Stephen. And Roach are playing Alton Un. And St Clair and St Mimber received a bye. Right, so what would be your tie of the round there then? Um, going on recent games, I would say St Blazy against Torpoint Athletic. Right, okay. And... Um you mentioned the sponsor's name. That's the new sponsor. Yes, they um, they also sponsored the COVID Cup. But yeah, um, yeah, a big thank you to Clive Rosevier Insurance for doing our League Cup this year. Um, obviously, it's a massive help to the league um, if we can get sponsorship. So thank you to them.
Obviously, anyone who wants insurance, that's where to go, yeah? Definitely is. Speak to Clive Rosevere. I'm sure they can sort you out. Right. Okay, Tom, thanks so much for that, and uh, we'll talk next week. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Just to catch up on the midweek games um, that obviously were played after I spoke to John Wednesday evening, uh, interesting one that, that sort of jumps out at me, Rappo, is the fact that Blaise, who lost, what, 9-0 on Saturday, yeah. they won 7-0 against Lou on Wednesday, so... Um, I know. I was going to say that to you, actually. So I've got, I've, yeah, I've written that down here to me. I mean, it's a sixteen-goal swing, mate, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In four days. So I'm not quite sure what to read no. out to that. Are you? No, not at all, mate. No, baffled, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the other yeah. result, Tor Point third team, they lost uh, three two at home to Plymouth Moore, John. So, um, so. Yeah. Yeah, which is great start for Alton and Dix, wasn't it? Five 0 up at half time. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. must have. Oh, uh, yeah, they must Kevin have, must have been in Dreamland, Dix. Yeah, and they must have thought, ah, oh, what's all this? You know, this stuff about um, East Cornwall Premier League. So yeah. to... See, JC had his problems, mate, with the ref, didn't he? Costing St Clair, mate, as well. Oh. <laughs> He's not the only one, mate. Penrith as well, mate. Is happening to John as well, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor old refs this week, mate. Poor yeah, old refs, poor old but... refs. We need to. I agree with John's principles, though, Deeks, don't you? About you know, regards bringing in our league players. Like I, you know, I, I think they're they're really handy to have as cover, but but not to the detriment of your own regular players. I don't think, Deeks, do you? I, I wouldn't. Yeah. What yeah. do you think on that, mate? They're, they're nice to have a quality player or two, mate, signed on as co- But I don't know if I'd bring them in if I had a full. Regular team, Deeks, that your lads are there week in, week out. You know, I'd, I'd quite like John's principles on that one, mate. Really. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think the only the, the, the only issue comes, and probably might come a bit more often in the East Cornwall Premier than in a lot of the other leagues, is the fact that there's a lot of reserve sides in that league, aren't there? And um, mm, yeah, if if you've got a first team, I don't see the problem with players coming down to play in the reserves if they're coming back, you know, trying to get fit again or something like that. So you could argue yeah. that case. Um, yeah, it's nice to see, it's nice to see, you know, the normal squad playing, isn't it, rather than any real yeah. out-and-out ringers. And I don't think yeah. these days too many of those happen, do they? No, no, it's good to see, really, Deeks. I think, you know, clubs are struggling enough, like, and they know these days, you know, you, I think you've got to look after your regular players, haven't you, mate? You know, you don't want to, you know, bring in a few ringers for a game, mate, and then you're going to lose a couple of your players because, you know, they're fed up with it or whatever, mate. But, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, see, but good luck other... to Land. Sorry, Deeks. I was going to say, it goes the other way as well because Bobbin at the moment, they've got, um, well, on their subspecial. Uh, Wednesday against um, Camelford, Harvey Mullis. Now he's a St. Clair player. Oh yeah, yeah, young lad, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So it, it works the other way as well. You know, should uh, should yeah. um, Bobbin be taking him? Yeah, true, mate. I always think it's a nice little going the other way, Diggs. You know, you don't like to sort of stand in a player's way, Diggs. Do of him getting a bit of experience no, in a changing room like that, really going the other way, but. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a question, mate, isn't it? And, and I was going to say, it's good luck to Land Ref, mate, isn't it? They're, they're struggling oh, a little yeah. bit, aren't they, at the minute? St Piran League East, Land Ref. So 
hope they can sort out their player problems they got dicks yeah yeah that's not so good is it uh, line ref nah. whether it's a bit of a fallout because they had suffered that what was it 20 nil 20 defeat, nil didn't they, they scored yeah. so that yeah. might have been just the final piece that yeah. took people over the edge mightn't it so uh, True, true, mate. Yeah. yeah, Andy Collins is the man you need to get hold of there if anyone's yeah. interested in trying to help out Nine Ref. Um, they need players. Yeah. So very good of the league to sort of agree to postpone their opening fixtures, isn't it? To um, yeah, yeah, nice touch, mate. Isn't it? Wouldn't yeah. expect anything else from Steve, though, mate. Would you try and help, help a club out, like really? No, but that's right. Of course, that's in the yeah, Superior yeah. League, isn't it? So um, yeah, St. Pyrenees yeah. leagues, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So we don't get confused with leagues. So many leagues kicking off now. We've got the, the yeah. Dutchy League. It's and all the, happening, Dick. Yeah, it's, it's all happening. All happening. Yeah, Dutchy League and the Trelawney League both start, um, well, do they start this Saturday or not? Um, I'm not sure. Did, did I see it? Is it next week? Or, or did one stop? I did have a quick look at the fixtures, actually. I think it might be another week. I'm not... I just, might be wrong, Dix. I might be wrong. Um, just looking. Just... No, you're right, Dix. Trelawney, Trelawney, do yeah, Trelawney does start this week, mate. Yeah, and got a couple. That you do as yeah. well. So. Um... All right. Yeah. Couple of games um, in the Premier League, mate. Yeah. Newlin, non-Atletico v West Cornwall. Mm-hmm. Me old mate. Me old mate there. Um, St Justin True, mate. Yeah, St. Just that'd be a good. St. Just have had a big old fence put around their ground, Dicks, and they bit of ground improvements yeah. down at Lafroda there, Dicks, and they <laughs> St. Just. Right. Yeah, good to see them. Hope they get back where they belong soon, mate. There. And I see, and this might be of interest to you, actually, Rapper. I did see yeah. um, Pendine Rovers are advertising for um, yeah. not players, but they're, they're actually advertising for anyone who wants to take part in their tug of war team. Oh really? Yeah. So if you if you fancy, yeah, that I might be an interesting old one. To, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine I'd be that easy to pull over these days. <laughs> well, that's why I thought you might just want to bolster the team a yeah. little bit. But uh, yeah, that's a good word for it, mate. I, I don't know about the actual strength, mate. But um, yeah. definitely a lump, mate. Definitely a lump. Oh, but, not a clump, yeah. but a lump. Right. Okay. No, yeah, Professor Clump thinks. <laughs> Do you remember that film, mate? The Nutty Professor. Yeah. Where he, yeah. yeah. I feel like that sometimes, mate. Some of me old clothes in the wardrobe there, mate. I feel a bit like Professor Clump. <laughs> right. <It's>, uh... <laughs> anyway, anyone, um, don't forget, we always like to hear from you with bad or good comments. And if you want to get hold of me via email, it's davedeacon at cornishsoccer.info. You can subscribe to the Rapo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. So, just left to say, Rapo, where are you going on Saturday? Yeah, I thought I'd go back to Koenig Deeks and, and have, a, have another look at Penrin, mate, because, I, I, well, I didn't hardly, well, I didn't, I saw one pre-season friendly, I think, Deeks didn't watch them at all pre-season because of work and stuff, so, so yeah, I got Saturday evening off, mate, so I thought, you know, go and have another look and see a few old friends from Port Levin as well, Deeks, so, yeah. so, yeah, go and have a look at that one, mate, Hope, I'm, I'm hoping I'll see a Penrin win mate before I've got to go back to work Dix. <laughs> <laughs> right. right okay well as as we said earlier I'm off to Belitho Park over across the Tamar yeah. what time do you think I ought to set yeah. out well oh, crikey Dix. which way are you going mate 
Which way are you going to go? I suppose you'll go up the A30 from your place, mate, wouldn't you? And then turn off I don't the old Trago Mills. Um, yeah, obviously across the bridge, because they're doing roadworks or something yeah. on the bridge at the moment, aren't they? So, um... I was going to say that, mate, yeah. Yeah, I went up there on Monday, mate, because Rach, Rach got her car from there, mate, and she, she had to have a few things done before the warranty runs out, mate. Yeah. So I actually went up there on Monday, Dix, and, it, yeah, it's pretty... Wow, it took ages, mate, the bridge did, to be fair. You know that little lane that goes down to the left, yeah. you know, off the main sort of road on the... Yeah, they're using that one at the moment to get into Plymouth Dig, so... Because the other yeah. thought would be to go further up the A30 and then come in, well, Tavistock way, I guess. That sort of way, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could do, mate. Could yeah, do. Could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yourself a bit of time, Deeks. Give yourself yeah. a bit of time, mate. Argyle home? Uh, hopefully, well, or not? Yeah, they are. They are, mate. Our goal are at home, mate. Ooh. See, Luke scored the other night, Deeks, didn't he? Good win for our goal. Yeah, it was. Luke Peterborough 4 0, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Great win. Got Swansea away next round, Deeks. Ooh. Oh, well. Yeah, tough one, isn't it? Yeah. But another nice pitch and another nice, nice stadium. stadium to yeah, play that's right. Yeah, exactly, mate. The old Liberty. Nice. What was their old yeah. ground called? Uh, Vetchfield, Deeks. Spot on. Thought I had you there. Yeah. Right. So. No, yeah, no, I've been been there, mate, once once or twice. Right, don't know why, mate. Don't ask me why. But <laughs> I think I watched one game there, and I broke in there another time, mate. Did me usual, just broke in there and had a look around before. I think the groundsman had one of the um, you know, the, the gates open, mate. So yeah. <laughs> good old ground that was, mate. I think it was when Oji was up there, Deeks, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. remember? Yeah, remember Oji was there for a bit. I think I watched him up there. I think I think I got I got a feeling. I want to say Swansea Newport, mate. Evening game. Ooh. For some reason, I think a few of us went up to watch Audrey, mate. But yeah, but of uh, course, many moons ago that is, Dicks. Mm. Right. You, mate, yeah. Anyway, we better stop reminiscing yeah. because um, yes, mate, we're out of time. Yeah. Once again, we're out of time. What number yeah. episode is this, you said? 120. Yeah, 120, Dix. 120 today, mate. Nice, <laughs> nice little knock, that, mate. Nice little knock, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We're right. not ready to go back to the pavilion yet, mate, are we? No. <laughs> Carry on for a few more weeks. That's right. Yeah. Well, unless yeah. we get so much bad feedback that we can't be bothered. But, um, yeah, that's true, mate. People on here are slagging off referees, referees. and the FA. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm off. Uh, you're off. Cheers, Dick. Everyone yeah. stay safe. Have a good safe. day Saturday, mate. Yeah. Have a good day Saturday at Belifo, mate, and good luck to City. Yeah. Hope you get three points, mate. Good yeah. start. And uh, we'll talk again next week. Yeah, we'll do, Diggs. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Podcast.